It's finally here. It's a work day now. It's time to put on the pads. Face town, man. And make some noise. Good work. Your Houston Texans are back for training camp. Trust each other. Trust the process. Trust what we're doing. Welcome to Texans Training Camp Live. Your sideline pass to the Houston Texans as they get to work for the season. Texans Training Camp Live is presented by Xfinity. Now let's go down to the Houston Methodist Training Center. Here are your hosts, Mark Vandermeer and John Harris. Good morning, everyone. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris, like the man said, and when Seth and Sean leave and we take over, it's like a hockey line change, okay? Boom. We just come right out of the box, and here we go, skating on and scoring goals. Boy, and hockey sounds, people good. Up, hockey sounds good when it's 90 degrees, by mm-hmm. the way, just being around that ice. I don't care if yeah. I'm watching the sport or not. Ice capades sounds pretty good. Dated reference, yeah. because now you have Disney on ice, and that comes to NRG Stadium a lot, and we tie it in full circle here. Yes. We're out at the Houston Methodist Training Center. And it is another gorgeous Houston day for training camp. That's positive thinking, Johnny. Gorgeous, it, it, beautiful, sunny well, day. Uh, I was talking to somebody yesterday afternoon. Not a cloud in the sky. It's gorgeous. Usually that's a good thing. Right now, <laughs> I'd settle for overcast, <laughs> rain. Uh, yeah, it'd be you great. know what I see over there, though? What, clouds? It's a cloud. Bring it over here. That's a cloud. It's funny. I was Wait. talking to Andre Roberts, who you'll hear that interview a little later. And Andre played Citadel. Citadel. He's from the South. Mm-hmm. And I said to him after he got done, and I feel sometimes with these interviews, especially after practice like this, I feel so bad. Because I know these guys are like, look, man, the best feeling in the world is opening that NRG Stadium door and the air conditioning hits you. It's the best feeling in the world. Or you get in your car. Like, I know a lot of media members get in their car and they flip on the AC. And they've got to sit there and do an interview with me. And, and I just said, before we got started, I said, you're, you're used to this, though. You're from the South. He goes, no, this is different. Uh, it's this different. Is, you're, different. This is different. Wait, <laughs> this where is, is he different. from? Where is he from? And I believe he's from South Carolina. He okay. went to the Citadel. Yeah. That, I haven't checked his actual location, but I, I know he went to the Citadel. I thought the same thing, that South Carolina should be really sticky and humid and hot. Columbia. But I've told you this, that um, you know Miami, I think, is more humid. And this is just hotter. This is a drier yeah. heat, and I, I hesitate to say dry, of course, yeah, because it's, it's not dry. Yeah. But it's drier than the east coast of South Florida. Anyway, let's, uh, let's get to some of the hot reads on the day here. And obviously the big one yesterday uh, that swept the country was the presence of Deshaun Watson here at this camp, Johnny. And look, we're not going to ignore those stories. We will dive deeper into... The deep album cuts, as we put them, <laughs> the stories about this camp, getting the team ready to play in 2021 and all the important issues, position groups, players, everybody that impacts what the Texans do in 2021. Uh, but clearly it's a huge story here. And look, we addressed it last night on Texans All Access. We talked about it during the show yesterday. Uh, there's a presence here of media that just wants to cover every movement. And I get that because it is such a story with a story of this magnitude, you understand that kind of thing. Uh, also, it Johnny, early on in the offseason, it's funny because sometimes people slide into my DMs on Instagram. <laughs> like Because I, I post you know Texans radio stuff uh-huh. on Instagram yeah, and yeah. the stories, and then they slide into my DMs. And it's not the kind of sliding into DMs yeah, that yeah, people yeah. write I about in songs and stuff. I got you. It's more like, hey, what about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And somebody reminded me that uh, early in the offseason – 
when this stuff was going on with the quarterback, I said, I feel like my parents are fighting. <laughs> I feel like my parents are fighting, yeah. and I just want everybody to get along. Well, uh, somebody said, well, look, is this like when the parents kind of stay together, uh, maybe they fall in love again? And I said, you know, I don't think so. But, <laughs> but you know, you want to take the analogy all the way. Yeah. Uh, they're still living in the house together, and, yes. and I don't know what's going to happen, okay? I'm just one of the children here. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting my basic needs met, though. Yeah. And, and I know that there's a lot to do here for this football team, this football franchise, and I don't know where it's going. Yeah, you got your cereal and you got your SpongeBob, and you're good. I mean, that's, that's the way we are. a place to sleep. Yeah, you know? we got it's our okay. iPad playing mm-hmm. games, and we're good. And yeah, a lot of screen time for me, I can tell you that. Here's, here's I think, what, what frustrates me just about the situation is – there are plenty of people opining on the situation and talking about the situation, and there are plenty of people that, including us, mm-hmm. that know, don't know, Jack, you know what about it. Oh, by the way, I just want to remind people, John McClain's coming up in about 10 minutes here. So yeah. John McClain for the Houston Chronicle, 10 minutes. Go ahead. And I think people can read in the situation, oh, he's doing, he's doing this. I think a great example is the one you brought up with a lot of people tweeting, oh, he's playing scout team safety. And... Now, if I wasn't here and I didn't see that and I just read <laughs> Scout Team Safety, I'm like, I, I, I freak out. I would have freaked out, too. Like, yeah. wait a second. And then you realize, no, he's lined up as a cover two safety in their little, you know, cerebral sessions that mm-hmm. the offensive line goes off and does when they're doing special teams. Right. You mentioned last night, and this was beautifully yeah. put, that Laramie Tunsil and Titus Howard yeah, they also, also played defensive end. They also end. played Scout Team defensive yes. end. And, and if I see that in a tweet and I'm not here, I'm thinking – what, I mean, I'm I'm sort of like weirded out too. Yeah. Uh, if I see those things, I'm like, what in the heck is going on? I just think there's a lot to this situation that none of us are going to know. And then mm-hmm. you throw on top of it, oh, just the legal aspect of it, and you're like, whoa. But when the NFL came out and said, essentially, we're not going to do anything about it. He's free and clear to participate in activities. Mm-hmm. Rock on. Well, then at that point, both groups have got to make a decision. Sean's got to decide, okay, well, am I going to go to practice? Well, I don't want to get fined, so I'm going to show up and be there. Mm-hmm. And the Texans have got to figure out, okay, well, if he's going to be here, what are we going to do? Right. And well, how are we going to handle it? Like and the- that's, that's where, as you would say, mom and dad have got to come together in some sort of agreement. And, look, you know how it is in a marriage. Both mom and dad are not always happy at the same time. Nope. And very often, not very often, but sometimes they're both unhappy at the same time. Exactly. And look, uh, you know, to take that analogy further, just because they're together doesn't mean they're happy, right? And I don't know anything else other than that. And I think you addressed it well, you know, avoiding fines, being compliant with the contract for now or whatever the situation will be in the future. Again, it's just one day at a time, as Nick Casario said, and that's what we're doing here uh, before practice. Other big story yesterday was, and a lot of different things came together, was Randall Cobb tweeting during the show, I think, that he was going back to Green Bay. So he confirmed that. And Nick Casario didn't quite confirm it in the press conference, but said they were moving parts. It clearly wasn't official yet with the paperwork. They want to wait till they announce those things. Yeah. But it leaked out there that Cobb was going back to Green Bay. And that kind of plays in with the whole Anthony Miller thing. You feel like they knew that was coming, mm-hmm. and they get Anthony Miller. And after a while, you feel like, well, look at this whole picture here with this receiver situation, yeah. Johnny. They get Miller. They free up cap space. Yeah. 
And what do they end up with? A six? Well, here's the way to look at it. Look at it in totality. I got a, mm-hmm. I got a, uh, I got an email or a text last night from our good friend Anna Blivowitz, who is just tremendous, and she, she is, uh, we call them the A team. Anna and Amanda are the two people that just digital, digital, and they get every comment from our fans, mm-hmm. every single comment from our fans. Yep. And I think as she was, as she was kind of going through the comments and reading the comments and seeing what people were saying. She's like, texted me and said, Johnny, help me make sense of this. And I said, okay, now think about it like this. Don't think about the Packers and the Bears. Right. Think about it like this. The Texans traded Randall Cobb and a fifth and got back Anthony Miller, a sixth, a seventh, and some cap relief from a contract that everybody universally has said was not one to give. So, and one that Nick didn't do in the right, first place. Right, Nick, that Nick essentially making this deal is sort of sort of cleaning up in a sense. Mm-hmm. And at that point, if you go, wait a second, I get Anthony Miller, who is, I think, five years younger, five years younger than Randall Cobb, more explosive, twitchier, all that, mm-hmm. than Randall Cobb, way less expensive, and you get a sixth and a seventh on top of that, yeah. and you get cap relief. So to me, if you look at it in totality, and and so I said, look, I said it's another another way to look at it. You know, the trade that nobody ever wants to talk about was the DeAndre Hopkins trade. And yeah, I, I get the fact I thought that a lot of people trading, talked about that. Yeah, a lot of people have talked about it, but it's one we don't like talking about. Obviously, we loved Hop. We didn't want to see Hop go. A lot of fans loved Hop, but what what people do is they say, oh, it was Hop for David Johnson, and I have to remind them, look, yeah, it was Hop for David Johnson and Ross Blacklock. And, look, those two players would both tell you they could play better. But what people fail to remember is they also got a second-round pick in that. And what did they do with that second-round pick? Traded it to L.A. to bring back Brandon Cooks. So if you look at things in totality mm. a little that bit. That was the future second. No, that was the, no, that was the second that they oh, got. yeah, yeah, yeah. They got the second. Now, the second they got from Arizona, they used on Blacklock. But they had, a, they had their own second. That they felt free to use to get Cooks here. Yes. And Cooks is a good so player. So that's the way I that I end up looking at it. So right. if you look at it and say, okay, Hopkins for DJ, Ross, and Brandon Cooks, how do you look at it now? Now, do you still say, oh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't trade Hopkins. Look, I, I get it. I understand. Hop is one of the ten. Oh, by the way, I, I want to bring something up with you later on. I was listening to DJ and Bucky. They did a pretty pretty cool thing, a draft, mm-hmm. just kind of draft, just drafting players. They drafted five wide receivers on each side. And neither one of them drafted Hopkins. And I thought, Weird. wow. Yeah. Anyways, so the point is. And look, you're not saying it's the greatest trade ever. I'm, because no, 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 no. I am definitely not saying that. But I'm just saying sometimes you have to look at it a little bit more in totality yeah. than just in a vacuum. It was this guy for this guy or it was this guy for this. No. And, and I think also the part of it, too, is that, you know, people know Randall Cobb's name. Like, you've heard Randall Cobb. Yeah, you've seen him on na- Saturday Night yeah. He's got brand yeah. name recognition. Mm-hmm. But. When you watch Anthony Miller and you see him on the field, if they weren't wearing jerseys and you just said, okay, watch these two guys, which one's younger, explosive, which one's more expensive, all that, and you did all that and you went, well, okay, that guy, and watching Anthony Miller, that's something we can talk about today. Watching Anthony Miller yesterday, all right, well, let's, let's talk about that right now because Brandon Cooks met with the media after practice and had some things to say about new Texans receiver Anthony Miller. Boy, to play, he's shifty now. Uh, you know, looking at him out here, just kind of that first day, uh, he's built and he can make he can make a guy miss. He can stick his foot in the ground, and um, you love to see it. 
Yeah, you do love to see it because, mm-hmm. like Gary Kubiak once said about another receiver, he sticks his foot in the ground and the ground moves. Yeah. And that was fun to see. It was fun to see Miller operate. Clearly, you, you said it, Johnny, certain guys out here, certain receivers, you can recognize, even without pads, when receivers have a good practice. Yeah. Kiki QT had a good practice. Very good. Brandon Very Cooks good. had a good practice. Yeah. And Anthony Miller had a good practice. Yeah. And, you know, we like seeing Conley operate as well. You know, we're talking about all these receivers, and, you know, here we are with the quarterback situation being what it is. And I think that there are a lot of things to get to, and the general is going to join us here in just a second. Uh, because as I talk about the receivers, I'm thinking about the quarterbacks throwing them mm-hmm. the football yesterday. And I said it to you. I don't know if I said it on the show yesterday. No, because we watched most of it after the show. But, look, I've been out here for all 20 of them, right? Mm-hmm. I've, seen, I've seen a lot worse here on opening day of training <laughs> camp, I can tell you that. Including one or two years ago. Uh, and, I, and I've definitely seen something yesterday that was encouraging in the way they were yeah. operating offensively. Now, of course, it's just day one of training camp. Sure. But for day one of the context of day one of training camp, I was like, okay, yeah. you know, good start with what they were doing in full team and seven on seven. Let's bring the general in Houston Chronicles, John McClain. General, good morning. How are you? I'm great, guys. How are you? Uh, we're doing very well today, and uh, we just wanted to, you know, invite you along because it's wonderful to have you for these Texans training camp live visits. What did you make of yesterday, General? Well, of course, it was a circus with Deshaun Watson, but I was trying to watch the other quarterbacks and the receivers, specifically Anthony Miller in his first practice. He's trying to learn the system, get a crash course, and I thought he looked really good running his routes, coming out of his routes, catching the ball, turning it up the field. But it's like you said, they're not pads. Nobody's covered them. And then Nico (laughs) Collins, we're always going to watch him because Mm -hmm. when you take two draft choices to get back in the third round, take a receiver, highly recommended by Pep Hamilton, then the guy's got talent. They've never had a receiver 6'4", 215. He could run a 4-4-1. And he just he stands out. And the guy that I've expected all along to start opposite Brandon Cooks is Chris Conley. You know, Chris mm-hmm. Conley had 40 and 49 catches last two years for Jacksonville. He I looked it up at his combine. He ran a 4-3-5 coming out of Georgia, third-round pick, Kansas City. So the Texans know him well for playing against him the last two years with the Jaguars and then before that the Chiefs. So those were the ma- three main receivers I was watching. And then – you know, you can't tell anything about linemen or running backs other than backs catching a ball. And uh, I think it would be great if Max Sharping could hold down the starting left job where he did so well as a rookie and slacked off last year. But uh, with uh, Lane Taylor out, I think that Lane Taylor, if he's healthy, he's going to start because he's mm. played for James Campen before. Last year he was Green Bay's starting right guard going into the season. Well, that'd be a nice spot for him here. But then he had a torn biceps, then he had a knee injury, and it was a washout. But he got a lot of a lot of R&R rehab and rest last season. So once he is able to be on the roster at our return to practice, I'm really eager to see Lane Taylor at right guard. Offensive line, I think, is going to be better than a lot of people think, especially since they're going to get to run block a lot. You guys talk about and mention Nico Collins. I've been around here probably shaking the hand of every wide receiver, I think, on this Mm -hmm. that's been through here, uh, including number 10 from a few years ago. I don't think anybody has the hand size of Nico Collins. I mean, I went to shake his hand, and he's a big guy. We've been around big guys. His hands swallow mine. His hands are massive and strong. I was like, yo, that's an Adrian Peterson grip. So hopefully he can 
evolve every single day. And I, and that's the thing. And I just told him, I said, real fast, I said, just be here every day. Because yeah. how many times have we seen rookies yeah. have a couple of good days, and then right. all of a sudden it's like, ah, they got a tweak. They got a, got a little hammy a little hammy thing. No good. And it's like, oh, then it's three days missed, and then you're you know behind schedule. John, at that point, watching the receivers and, of course, the circus, like you said, that was going on. What did you watch of Terod Taylor and Davis Mills in particular, those two guys, and what did you think of them throwing the rock yesterday? Mills, we already knew from watching him in OTAs, he's got a really good arm. We know he's very smart. And the other thing about him is people act like he's a statue. He's not a statue. He can move. He's not Watson, but how many guys are Watson when it comes to uh, making plays off schedule? But Mills can move. He can move right. He can move left. And he's got the size. He just looks like an NFL quarterback. But he's a long way from being an NFL quarterback. But it's fascinating to watch his development. Yeah, it is because I, I think it was kind of a hidden story yesterday. You know, yeah. here he is running with the twos. Now, if there was no presence of four, the two situation would be very much looked at by the media. Oh, all right, so ahead of Driscoll for now, I guess. And, look, that could change today. Maybe Driscoll's yeah. two today or however they want to work it because it's training camp, but they do mix things up a little bit. General, I wrote something about this defensive line yesterday, and, you know, I like watching these guys operate so far. Again, until they get at the pads, we don't know. But there's a lot of potential up there with all the new bodies they brought in. They got a lot of – they got two guys back that it's a crucial season for them, Charles Amenahu and Ross Blacklock. Brandon Dunn, of course, coming back from hip surgery. He was out there at tackle. They really liked Malik Collins at left tackle. Malik Collins played really well for the Cowboys. Then goes to Vegas and didn't play so well. So he should be hungry, and he, sh- he should have a chip on his shoulder. And um, I'm, they've got a lot of depth in the line. And I think that they don't have alignment on one of their lists. There's so many players are on those different lists. But to me, that's the most competitive thing about the defense. And the thing that is, is of course, they could, they have, they're going to have all new starters unless Brandon Dunn can hold down a tackle job. We mentioned, uh, I mentioned this yesterday, John, near the end of the show. I mean, obviously, everybody was watching what was going on with, with Deshaun. And I looked out there, and I saw number 28. And I was like, man, 28. I was like, oh, he's wearing blue. He's offense. Like, wait, who is Rex Burkhead? And, and I don't know that how many people expected him to be ready for day one at training camp. And we talked I about didn't. it. I thought he'd be on PUP. Yeah, exactly. And so that was kind of my, my thought. Because now when we talked to David Johnson, I remember him saying, well, there are three running backs. He kept saying three running backs. And we're like, wait a second. What, <laughs> what about Burkhead? Oh, well, he probably won't be. I, I didn't think he would be here like you. But he was here yesterday. Now you got four guys at running back that all have experience in this league. You talked about it yesterday a little bit about somebody's going to have to play special teams. They're not all four going to make it. Do you see a scenario where they all four could make it? Not unless you don't care about special teams. I mean, and they do. I'm guessing maybe they got other guys to do it, but Buddy Howell's here for one reason. He's been mm-hmm. a really good special teams player. Maybe the new regime doesn't want a guy like that. Uh, I mean, Burkhead, he came from the right place. New England, that's for sure. He's never been a regular starter. The things he does off the bench, catching a ball, they got three other guys that can catch the ball. You know, Mark Mark Ingram was a really good receiver. He had 15 touchdowns in 2019. And then Phillip Lindsay's a good receiver, and David Johnson's a great receiver. So being a receiver in the fourth back may not help you as much, but the fact that he's out here is the reason they signed him. Obviously, Nick Casario 
knows Rex Burkhead very well. People wonder, well, why are they signing him coming off knee surgery at his age? Well, part of it is, is him behind the scenes, him as a leader, him as showing a lot of the young guys how you do it. And considering we all thought he wouldn't be out here for the start of camp, and he was, shows his makeup and also how hard he worked in his rehabilitation. So uh, they, they have options. That's what you want. You want yep. competition. They call it. I call it options. They got a lot of options at running back, but it's obvious they're going to have injuries. They got a 17-game schedule to me now. Mm. You got to have three. You can't have a David Johnson, Duke Johnson, then you throw up a white flag. Okay, John. Either or stud, one running back, Derrick Henry type, or running back by committee. Well, anybody that wouldn't take Derrick Henry has got to okay, be, take Derrick Henry gotta be on Pluto or Uranus. He's the MVP, John. I know. I know. He, okay, take of Derrick Henry out. Of course you take Derrick Henry. I know you take Derrick. Okay, bad bad example. Ezekiel mm-hmm. Elliott or running back by committee. Because now you got to pay that Ezekiel Elliott, but running back mm-hmm. by committee. And if Ezekiel Elliott goes down, what do you got Who's the quarterback? Well, you, <laughs> you, make, also, you make sure you got good backups like the Cowboy do, Cowboys do. So Man, y'all are ruining my either or. If Zeke Elliott was here, then maybe David Johnson would be, but they could have Ingram and Phillip Lindsay. So uh, I think you always want the stud running back because he can affect the game in so many different ways. But I'm not I, – I think it's good the way the Texans have been constructed. Now, maybe they would love for – David Johnson to have the kind of year he had in yep. 2015, then uh, but and if he did, he would be the guy all the time getting rest, of course. But the way they're going to do it, they got a good power back in Ingram. They got a guy Lindsey who's undersized but can run between the tackles and upside, and then they got Johnson who can run and catch, and then Burkhead who can catch and mix in a run every once in a while. I don't remember this team having this kind of depth at running back. It's a lot to yeah. ask to have David Johnson have the kind of year he had his first couple of years in the league, but I don't think it's a lot to ask to say, hey, do what you did the last three games of last year mm-hmm. and then have Philip Lindsay step up because, hey, he's never had a drop-off. If he's healthy, there's no drop-off. He'll be good. So those two guys alone, plus Ingram, should make it interesting. David Johnson, he had not missed those four games with a concussion. Would have been like 935 yards rushing. He would add 1,500, 1,600 yards, and he'd been in total, and he would have been in double figures in touchdowns. I think before the season, anybody, if you'd ask them, would you take that, they would say, heck, yeah, we'd take that. But he's got to stay healthy, and if he doesn't, they got options now besides Duke Johnson, who still hasn't been signed as far as I know. General, I've been here, obviously, for every first practice of every new regime. Yeah, you don't look it. You look like you did when you showed up here. Thank you, General. Gosh, wow. You say the nicest things. He doesn't things. look any different. Wow. So, anyway. How about yeah, me, General? I've seen pictures. No, don't answer that. I've don't seen pictures, that. and, General, it's def- you, you see it for sure. Anyway, uh, but what you make of the length of practice yesterday? Because that was notable, I thought. Even Bill O'Brien's first practice was a little bit shorter, but he did run the gassers afterwards, which was, you know, an O'Brien kind of touch coming from the college ranks yeah. at the time. Yesterday, though, lengthy, even though it wasn't, you know, killer suicide stuff at the end of practice. It's the longest practice I can remember. I thought we were going to start interviews about 11.15. They were still out on the field at 11 30 and i think that's good you know you want to get them used to the heat i mean it's it's for real now and i'm guessing as they get up closer to the green bay game at the first game against the jaguars they'll tone it down but that's what training camp is for spencer tillman was here and spencer and i were talking about his rookie year in 87 back when they uh when jerry glanville was the coach and they would 
start off camp with two three-hour practices and get full, oh. full pads from the first minute because they thought that's how they toughened them up. And uh, you talk about guys being whipped puppies at the end of the day. They had those cold plunges with ice, oh, yeah. and they line up based on seniority. Spencer was a rookie, so he'd get in there last, and Munchak and Matthews would get in there first and Moon. and, and uh, Sure, those, it was really nice water after that. Yeah, those, yeah. Were the, <laughs> those were the good old days of training camp, but I did think it was interesting that it went so long yesterday, and maybe that's the way they did it in New England, considering Nick Casario's in control of everything, or David Culley, that's the way he did it in Baltimore all his years with Andy Reid. So I thought it was good. I thought it was fun. The more they're on the field, the better. Uh, what did you make of the coaching staff yesterday? Any observations of the way they operated as a unit, the coaching staff? Well, I, I don't – I can't tell that. I watch mm-hmm. Cully. I watch Casario because Nick's another coach. That's the way it is. Yep. And uh, he talked yesterday about hoping his arm would last through training <laughs> camp because he's a year older. And, you know, if you look out at Casario, who's a workout fanatic, and you see him out there, you just think, you know, he's another coach. You don't think – that's Nick Casario, but um, I, I, one thing I always look at, see if there's a coach screaming and yelling and, uh-huh. and cussing at their players and calling them names, which they used to do all the time. Now you don't see that very much. Mm-hmm. There was no OB out there using it, flying off with F-bombs that you could hear all over uh, the medical center area. And so I, they, they were very workmanlike in how they went about their job. Of course, we know. Uh, the three guys back from last year. And it's always interesting to see a new staff and how they operate, but we don't know until they start hitting and then, of course, until they start playing. I wish they had a couple of joint practices, but that's going to make – I wish – I wish we'd have gotten to go to Green Bay earlier like we did three years ago and hang out up there and watch all the people lining up with umbrellas about how hot it is and telling us it's going to get degrees. all the way up to 80 today. Yeah. 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 I know. That was, I yeah. Would, I would oh, love, those were fun times. Love to have that. General, thanks a lot for joining us. Mark and John, thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate you coming on with you guys. All right. John McClain from the Houston Chronicle, as always, here at Texans Training Camp Live. All right. Coming up, we're going to do a segment that we've done many years in a row here, Johnny. And look, for training camp junkies, for football nerds, this is it. It's under the radar. So we will do that. And also, we'll take attendance. Don't worry. They're not out here on the field yet. (laughs) We'll let you know who's here. Don't worry. We're going to keep you posted. We'll do the play-by-play as necessary. It's Texans Training Camp Live. Can't get enough Texans radio? We've got shows. We've got podcasts. We've got interviews. It's all on HoustonTexans.com. To a child, time spent outside is never a waste. Play is a job and a serious one at that. And each day is a new opportunity for adventure. At Texas Children's Hospital, we're all about happy, healthy kids. And as the official children's hospital of the Houston Texans and local sponsor of Play 60, we join our hometown team in hoping that in your house, play never goes out of style. At Whataburger, how do you make something that's already fresh even fresher? By adding fresh new things, like crisp pico de gallo for a little kick and creamy cilantro lime sauce for that extra whoa and pepper jack cheese because, of course, all on top of two fresh beef patties or with chicken on a brioche bun. Whataburger's limited-time Pico de Gallo burger and new Pico de Gallo chicken sandwiches. 
Good thing for fresh things. Good thing there's Whataburger. Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live poker and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet. At CDW, we get that the ways we collaborate have changed. But I've grown accustomed to the high-pitched musical sound of my squeaky whiteboard marker. I hear you. With a Cisco WebEx solution configured by CDW, you can easily share notes and documents and even whiteboard from your very own computer. Goodbye, sweet marker. You've served us well. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash Cisco collaboration. The all-new Hyundai Elantra, unlike a number of competitors, offers completely wireless Apple CarPlay, so you can seamlessly connect to all your smartphone apps without a cable. The Elantra, named 2021 North American Car of the Year. Now get 0% APR for 60 months, plus zero payments for 90 days on the Elantra. See your local Hyundai dealer, the official car of the Houston Texans, for well-qualified buyers only. Offers end 8221. Call 469-613-0227 for more details. More Texans Radio is on the way. Hey, this is Keith Papa John's here, and guess what? We've done it. We finally came out with what I consider the best pizza ever. It's our new epic stuffed crust pizza only at Papa John's. That's right. We took our wonderful crust, fresh dough, and rolled into it 100% mozzarella cheese, and now you get an extra cheesy pizza when you order. Get a large one topping and the epic stuffed crust for just 12 bucks. Better ingredients. Better pizza, and now best stuffed crust around Papa John's Houston. The Houston Texans want your kid to play flag football. We're teaming up with the YMCA of Greater Houston to offer NFL flag football for boys and girls ages 7 through 13. Flag football is a safe, non-contact way to learn football. This skills-driven sport teaches teamwork, keeps kids physically active, and gets the whole family involved. Register before the deadline on September 3rd, and you are entered to win tickets to a Texans game. Visit HoustonTexans.com slash YMCA flag. Teachers and parents, are you looking for an educational resource to keep your students engaged? The Houston Texans Toro and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all while having fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the Kids School Program page and run your students through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! Whew, the sun here in Texas is no joke. Thankfully, Pick Your Free from Reliant lets you make the most of it. Just choose truly free weekends, nights, or flex days, and we'll upgrade your plan to solar on us. So you get free electricity for a good chunk of time and solar all of the time. Just call 1-866-RELIANT or visit Reliant.com. Reliant, that's power your way. Terms and conditions apply. Reliant, PUCT number 10007. 
Camp Casario is underway. We're broadcasting live from Houston Methodist Training Center. And in the loop with Landry and Lopez have exclusive player interviews after every practice. We're joined now straight off the practice field by Justin Reed, Texan safety. Get the inside perspective from Camp Casario. During the course of the practice, it was both ways, and that's how you really build. Live from the field. Insider access. Exclusive content. Sports Radio 610. The Texans. Play here. Play here. Play here. Play here. It's back to football, and you're back on the sideline at Texans Training Camp Live. Presented by Xfinity. We are here live at the Houston Methodist Training Center. Scoreboard lit up. Stands empty. No fans here for a few more days, but... The team about to make its way onto the field soon enough as they did some activation in the bubble. And then they walk back. They have a meeting. They eat. They get ready for practice. It's very important to hydrate and have something to eat before you're out here in the hot sun Ooh, yeah. for a long period of time. And as we mentioned, they practiced for a long time yesterday. I mean, we were here, here till till lunch hour mm-hmm. as they were doing their thing on field one. All right, let's do under the radar here, Johnny. As look, we'll take attendance, by the way, we'll show you or tell you anyway, show yep. you verbally uh, who is here, who is not, <laughs> that kind of thing coming yep. up soon enough. But let's do this under the radar as right. we go over players who we don't think are getting much attention, much ink, much pub, and maybe should or reasons why we think uh, you might want to know about them. Okay. You want to go first? No, you go first. All right, I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to go in no particular order here. Okay. All right? In no particular order, I'm going to go Charlie Heck, tackle. Second-year player out of North Carolina who rotated in at right tackle, mm-hmm. all right, with the reserves. But it was interesting to note that he just looks physically a little different. Like, you know, he's all grown up now, John. He was yep. a rookie last year. Now he's a man. Now, it just looks different physically. Again, with a, with a full off season. Uh-huh. Knowing what you went through last year as a player, that year one to year two jump, we talk about that all the time with players. You know what's a big factor for that? The offseason they get between year one and year two and what they can do physically and mentally, Mm -hmm. but physically, yes. And he just looks like an established player at that position. Now, I don't know how he's going to factor in, if he's going to factor in. I still stand by what I said last year. He's kind of like a backup quarterback. You don't want to see him. Right. Really? You'd prefer not to. But if you need to, he's got to be ready. And he was ready last year when his opportunity came. He was. And he looks ready right now, day one of camp. Last year in training camp, watching Charlie, his mind was a mess. He was all over the place with technique. I was really – and there were no preseason games. I was really concerned. But as the year wore on and he didn't play, you could just tell he was – he was getting better. He must have been improving because by the time he got on the field, you're watching it going, look, it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. But this looks he looks capable, no yep. doubt, as a fourth round. So I'm going to try and match in some way, shape, or form yours. All right, go ahead. You had Charlie Heck drafted fourth round, mm-hmm. 2020 draft. Mine was the last pick of that draft, a wide receiver, fellow Rhode Islander, mm-hmm. in college at least. Yeah. Isaiah Coulter. Watch him yesterday. Look, it's real easy. We get excited about Anthony Miller, and, and, and we'll talk about him. Really liked watching Miller, uh, who wear number 18, we found out. Watching Kiki QT, we've talked about those guys. Watching the receivers yesterday was really fun watching him catch a football. I don't know how often the ball hit the ground, which it shouldn't, but there have been a lot of times I've seen it hit the ground because we've had some receivers with you know hands like oven mitts. I watched Isaiah Coulter a lot of times, and he didn't get a ton of reps with kind of the, the first group, as I say it in air quotes. 
but he was catching a lot of things down on the other side. Mm-hmm. And I saw him running his routes and how clean they were. And he's got good athleticism. He's kind of one of those under the radar. Don't hey, don't forget about me over here. Yep. Six two, two hundred pounds, good size. I watched him after practice catch about fifty different type of balls thrown with uh, one of the coaches. I think he's a guy you just can't forget about because he is a talented guy. Ran in the four four range at the combine. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Isaiah Coulter is my first one. And I knew you were going to pick him, so I predicted one of your under the radar. How did you already. know? Okay. I just know right. you. All I right. know you. It's like it's like we're right. an old married couple at okay. this point. We can finish each each other. Right, I got to change things up. All right, let's go uh, with Roy Lopez. All right, now look, D line. Okay. We're not looking at them in pads or anything. You really can't tell a whole ton right now, but you can see physical presence. And, oh, my gosh, is he a presence. Mm -hmm. All right, if you put a Coke machine next to another Coke machine and put legs on it, that's Roy Lopez. Yes. And that's what you need him to do. Eat up space, eat up blocks, enable other guys to make plays. But in college, he showed the ability to get into the backfield Mm -hmm. and get TFLs, wreak havoc, maybe a sack on occasion. But I liked what I saw on day one from Roy Lopez. He's a rookie. Who knows? I don't know how he's going to figure in. It's a big group. I wrote about the group yesterday because with a 4-3, you have four guys up front, and now they can really have an identity. You know, mm-hmm. in a 3-4, you only have three in at a time, sometimes two in sub-packages. And who can the D-line really be? I know we had a tremendous, you know, a D-line is a power trio in a 3-4, right? Yes. And we had a great lead singer here in J.J. Watt for so many years. Yes. But now you got four guys. you got a full band, mm-hmm. and they can have that identity. And we're seeing it already with these guys personality-wise. Got to see it on the field, which is the most important thing. But I liked what I saw out of young Roy on day one. Okay. A lot of different ways I can go with this one. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned it. Roy Lopez plays on the defensive line. In the offseason, Texas traded for Shaq Lawson. Mm-hmm. Still have Whitney Merciless. Yeah. Jacob Martin still around. When the first group went on the field yesterday, John Grenard was at defensive end. John Grenard is, I don't want to say totally under the radar, but I mm-hmm. think there are times we gloss over him. Right. I wrote a football 101 on he and Charles Amenahu, how they can rush the quarterback. I think John Grenard's got something to play the 4-3 position. I, even though he played, he, he stood up and played a lot of 3-4 type things at Florida in particular, mm-hmm. um, I think he's kind of made, built like a 4-3 defensive end. And I think he's going to fit this thing hand in glove. I think by the end of the year, if he can stay healthy, we're going to see a guy and be very pleasantly surprised with what we see from John Grenard. So not totally – you know me. I like to go subterranean sometimes when I'm under the radar. But you thought I was going to go Malik Collins. (laughs) You thought I was going to go Malik Collins. So I threw you a little bit of a curveball at John Grenard. And I'll tell you this about Malik Collins. I watch – Jacob Martin, you'll hear in the interview with us, I think, later today. I love talking pass rush. I love watching the pass rush. So when special teams are doing their work, the, the respective lines go off to field two, and they work on some individual work. And so later in practice, the defensive linemen were working on pass rush drills. So I'm watching the interior guys, and I'm watching them do their work. And so they kind of have a drill where they're setting up, and so there's a blocker, and so he kind of gets in a position. So they're kind of – Almost like wrestling. They're almost kind of like getting in kind of wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, position. And then all of a sudden, Malik Collins threw his pass rush move. And I'm like, yo, whoa, whoa, what just happened? And all of a sudden, he was by him. And I was like, that's the quickest I've ever seen anybody do that. For them, that that's what he has. Malik Collins has got some quickness. Mm-hmm. And we, I said right next to him, you saw him, his thighs and his trunk, massive, thick, and athletic. And when that quickness 
is when he's got that thing turned up, boy, he is tough. Yeah. He is tough. And I was just blown away by that. So you thought I was going Malik Collins, but I go John Grenard. He's not going to be under the radar. He's going to start. He's going to be Who, a Grenard? No, Malik, Malik Collins. Collins. I know. Because yeah. I think that yeah, yeah, this is a Vander opinion guy. here, but when it's all said and done, if this defense does anything, he's going to be a huge part of it. And he has to be. Yeah, he has, he to, has be. to be. And he's, he's listed at 310 plus two stacks of pancakes. Malik yeah. Collins will be heard from. All right, under the radar, I'm going to go subterranean. Johnny, oh boy. this is all flying right. low. This is like... The military exercise in stripes where they go under those ropes. All okay. right, this is so under the radar. Okay, this is this is Navy SEALs under the radar okay. stuff. Just for this purpose, no okay. specialists because all the no specialists. specialists. Okay, no, all right, no, no, no. Even though I love them, they're all they're all above. No. They're they're well above the radar. Okay, here no, we go. They're they're above radar. Okay, all right. Now it, it's been a lot of years here. Oh, and these caps have been around here for a long time. And there's always a tight end who <laughs> you weren't thinking about yeah. who does some stuff in camp. He might not even make the team, right. but he's like, wow, that guy's pretty good. He looks like he can play. And sometimes they turn into players from yes. other teams, like James O'Shaughnessy uh-huh. and people like that turn into players. They start for other teams. Or, uh, come on, the country singer's son. Come on, uh, Philip. Uh, Lindsay. No, from Katie. Jeez. Combs. Supernal. Oh, oh, yeah, Supernaw, yeah. Oh, who, yeah, yeah. you know, gotcha. went and played for the Titans for a number of years, yes. but it didn't oh, obviously man. work out yeah. here. You know, guys like that. All right. I got you. Here's a guy. Now, he has been around, okay, but you might not have ever heard of him, listener. Anthony Eclair. Yeah. Okay. Can you pronounce where he's from? Uh, his Laval. city. Oh, his, his city. Okay. Yeah, his city. Oh, it's in So the, on the Quebec. roster. It's in Quebec. Notre Dame de, de Pin. Yeah. In Quebec. Notre Dame de Ping, Quebec, Canada. It's yeah. the roster's funny because it's in all like nine font. Yeah, his city and location is yeah, like five it. font. Yeah, it's like it's Jack Youngblood for the Rams. I knew you were going here, by the way. I knew you, knew, you were you going. Go to, uh, you yes, know, I did. Eau Claire because I he did. caught everything, and yeah. I'm thinking mm-hmm. this is a guy we're not even talking about, right. and he's catching everything, and he's one of those guys who. Makes it difficult not to notice him. Yep. So we'll see what he does. And look, who knows? Maybe injuries help out the situation for him. I, I really hope that's not the case. No, no offense to his cause. Or maybe he's just that great or that good that he can rise up. And if not here, catch on somewhere else. I'm sure Nick Casario loves me talking about guys like Anthony Auclair, uh, who he would love to have stay onto the radar in all likelihood. All right, give me one more. Okay. Tight ends mm-hmm. covered a lot of times by safeties. I watched a lot of one-on-ones yesterday. Mm-hmm. And a guy that was, that joined us on All Access last night was a guy who said he didn't care for Gators, but he had respect for Hurricanes. Mm-hmm. And he showed yesterday, going against Brevin Jordan, a former Hurricane, he showed him some pass cover skills, and that's Terrence Brooks. Lonnie Johnson started the season, is starting the season on active NFI. So Lonnie's not out there. So you've got at safety Justin Reed. You've got Eric Murray. You've got those two. You've got A.J. Moore. Beyond that, you don't have a number of guys at that position. So if you if you have another injury at that position, now it becomes pretty thin. Terrence Brooks becomes even that much more important. And beyond that, two nine can play. Mm-hmm. He still got it. Got in the league in 2014. He's bounced around. He's with the Patriots in 2019. He's kind of I think seen the AFC East. Maybe all of them. Either way, I had a great time. We had a great time talking to him. But then seeing him make some plays yesterday, I thought, you know what? Don't forget about him. And watching him mm-hmm. cover the tight end yesterday made me think about that. And seeing how he covered Brevin Jordan, I thought, was pretty solid. All right, under the radar. Speaking of under the radar, you talked to an under the radar receiver who could make some noise in a particular phase of the game and more when this thing's all said and done. So let's get to Anthony or 
rather, Andre Roberts coming up next. I still had Anthony O'Claire on the brain. <laughs> uh, and also, players not on the field yet here at the Houston Methodist Training Center, but we will let you know when they arrive and who arrives. It's Texans Training Camp Live. Download the Texans mobile app for news, videos, alerts, and more on your Houston Texans. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the trucks of the future for everyone. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks for 44 years straight. Built for performance and capability on and off-road. Because the trucks of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Ford F-Series, drive one today. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. The Texans and Amogee Bank are proud to call Houston home. We believe that small businesses are vital to our local community. We're joining forces to help during these challenging times with the Houston Texans Small Business Boost. Presented by Amogee Bank. Do you know a small business who makes a community a better place? Nominate them today and they could win $2,500 cash. Special promotion from the Houston Texans. Special promotion from the Houston Texans. And exclusive event invitations from Amogee Bank. Find out more at HoustonTexans.com slash Business Boost. Transocean loves Houston and Houston loves football. From Friday night lights to Texans game day, everybody rallies around football. But behind the scenes of every game is another great Houston institution, oil. It takes a company like Transocean to unlock this valuable resource from the deepest depths and farthest reaches around the globe. As the leading offshore driller, they've tackled every challenge head on and have the stats to back it up. Transocean is service focused, data driven, and performance oriented. Check them out at deepwater.com. Calling all Houston Texans fans. It's time to take it to the house with Ashley Home Store. Enter for a chance to win two tickets to an upcoming Texans home game at NRG Stadium. To enter, simply text Texans to 797979 or visit any Houston Ashley Home Store location near you. We have 12 Houston area locations to serve you. Enter today only at Ashley Home Store. This is home. Proud partner of the Houston Texans. Casario has started off with a bang. This circus just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Deshaun showed up. A trade has happened. Randall Cobb back to Green Bay. And more than half this roster is brand new. So, what will happen next? The heck if we know. But we'll be there every day to tell you about it. Live from Camp Casario. Insider Access. Exclusive content. Sports Radio 610. The Texans play here. Lots more to break down next on Texans Radio. The unforgettable college football Saturday you've been craving is happening right here in Houston. Tickets and suites are on sale now to experience the 2021 Texas kickoff as the Houston Cougars take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders at NRG Stadium Saturday, September 4th. Start off the college football season right to reserve your seats and get details on the latest event news, ticket discounts, and more, go to TexasKickoff.com. 
At HEV, we know that game day is about more than the game itself. The taste of victory is unparalleled, but so is the taste of HEV jalapeno poppers hot off the grill. Seeing the best players in their prime is truly something to behold. So is an HEV Prime One burger that you grilled to perfection. For low prices on all the things that make game day great and delicious, visit HEV, your official game day headquarters, or use the Buy HEV app to order curbside and start prepping for game day right away. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Titosvodka.com. Crafted to be savored responsibly. From preseason to the playoff, Fun Location has Texas-sized accommodations and travel packages to cheer on your Houston Texan. As the official fan travel partner of the Houston Texans, On Location brings the Texas hospitality wherever the Texans go. Visit NFLOnLocation.com slash Texans and book today. That's NFLOnLocation.com slash Texans for the best accommodations and fan travel packages to root for your Houston Texans. The sights, the sounds, nothing compares to Houston Texans football at NRG Stadium. And we can't wait to welcome you back this season. From joining in on the best tailgating in the NFL to cheering on your Texans at kickoff or biting into savory food selections like Killen's mouthwatering barbecue, you'll have plenty of chances to make game day memories with your family and friends. Experience game day together and get your 2021 Texan season tickets by visiting HoustonTexans.com slash tickets. I'm slash tickets. I'm slash tickets. The Texans are back in action, and you have a front row seat. It's Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity. Media getting here, and I don't know if we're going to have the turnout we did yesterday, Johnny, because first day of camp is always a huge turnout. Yeah. And maybe people got the footage they needed, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe the... Not not the core media that covers this team hard and daily, but maybe some of the outsiders, the fringe people, feel like they maybe. got the shots they needed. We'll see. Yeah, they and got it. We'll let you know as the players file out here soon enough uh, in uniform, ready for practice number two. No pads yet, of course. We're going to wait a few days for that. What is that, Monday, first day in pads? Uh, yeah, and I think it's the first day with fans. Yeah, first pads day with fans. and fans, fans and, yeah, same day. It's going to be terrific Ooh, boy. as uh, the fans get here and you get a little extra energy excitement out here during Texans training camp right now let's hear from a guy that is trying to make this team let's just be honest he's trying to make this team he's got some pelts on the wall from some plays he's made in this league he's a 12-year guy outstanding returner and John Harris had a chance to catch up with Andre Roberts all right John Harris out here day one training camp I'm alongside maybe the league's best return man Andre Roberts Andre I'm gonna start with this question what in life do you fear? Uh, in life, fear God, nothing else. Absolutely nothing else. So back when you're returning, and the reason I ask that is, when you are returning punts and kicks, it looks like you have no fear, and I can speak from having been back there. It's one of the scariest things to do. Why does it look so easy when you're back there returning punts and kicks? Because I'm very confident, and you're right, I have no fear. Uh, I'm confident in my abilities. I'm confident in the guys in front of me that are blocking, and 
have no fear of getting hit, um, getting tackled. Um, I'm just trying to make the big play, man. But teams fear you. What does that mean to you when you see a team kick the ball away from you, not kick it to you to make sure you don't have an impact on the game? Um, I understand what they're thinking, but I don't appreciate it, you know? <laughs> I would appreciate it if they kicked it to me in the middle of the field every single time. Um, but I understand in game plans, you, you try to keep the ball away if you can. And some game plans, you try to kick it to, to a guy if you think your coverage unit is good and, yeah. and pin teams back. But um, that's what I want to put um, in every team's eyes, that fear. And I hope our return team uh, does that this year. Andre, ask a very simple one. We haven't had a chance to talk this offseason, but why Houston? What made Houston the right fit for you? Um, you know what? It's a new opportunity. Um, this is my seventh team, so I'm used to that. Yeah. Um, I knew the coaches that were, were going to be here. So um, my guy right there, Frank, is from Indy. Yep. And uh, they did some good things in Indy. So um, I understood what they're trying to make in the special teams here, and they brought some good guys in. So I just wanted to be a part of that. Day one, you and I talking a little bit before we started this. It was pretty salty. I got to admit, I've been around for 14 of these. This might be the saltiest one. Now, you're from the South, so you know a little bit, but it's a bit much on day one, no? Uh, absolutely. I was telling guys today, I was like, uh, it can't be like this every day. <laughs> and I think they thought I was talking about how hard it was, but I was just talking about the weather. <laughs> um, I'm just hoping we get a little cloud cover and some breeze from time to time to, to help us out. But the sun was out today, and it was hot. Okay, last one. This is going to be a weird one. I, many, many years ago, caught punts. You learn the way to do it. I coached it. There's a certain way to do it. My friend E.P. Sidhu was watching you catch kickoffs during OTAs. And she looked at me and said, Johnny, why does he catch it with his hands on kickoffs? Because a lot of times you say, hey, take it into your body as a returner. Why do you on kickoffs? I've seen you do it, and I saw it today. You catch it with your hands. Why do you do that? Um, I'm just a hands catcher. Um, I feel more comfortable like that. And I can't give too much of my, too many of my secrets away, <laughs> yeah, no. away so I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm glad you trust your hands. I'm glad you're here. Andre Roberts, thank you very much. Thank you. All right, I'm a hands dropper, by the way, in case we are wondering what kind of uh, return man I was or am or whatever. As, it, it is noticeable, though. He does yeah. catch the ball with his hands as a return man. That's different. I thought it was really interesting because I didn't even really notice it until DP walked over and asked me that during the offseason. We're watching him catch kicks, and there was one that was kind of a, just a, a little bit below his waist. And that's – you don't really see kickoff guys, return guys catch those. Mm -hmm. And he just – I mean, it was it was simple. He just caught it right in his hands, tucked it in, and away you go. You can do that on kickoffs. can't do it on punts. I mean, you try to do that on punts, you're putting that thing out there. Somebody's yeah. flying down. Kickoffs, you've got time. But I used to slap it out of your hands. But I used to man. even do that on punts because I trusted my hands too. That's why I thought it was a pretty interesting question from uh, from DP. And I was like, you know what? I might as well ask him because you do. You see him catch it with his hands, but he does. He trusts his hands, and I'm cool with that because the second you let one of those kickoffs that's spinning down hit your shoulder pad and boom, there it goes. Like, ugh. Often, nah. often after these interviews, I feel like Bryant Gumbel after one of those real sports segments when he's <laughs> sitting down with the reporter who did the story. Yes. Johnny, <laughs> what do we think of the return, man? He possibilities. Caught, right before we did the interview, he must have caught about 25 kicks mm -hmm. off, the, off the jugs gun. You can set the jugs gun to make either throws, you know, yeah, passes, yeah. or you can turn end over wheels end. and do end over end. Or you can be like Brady and throw it into the thing, it, fake video. Yeah, right. Um, 
he must have caught about 25. So when he was walking over, he was absolutely gas, as all of them were yesterday. And I just said before we got started, because he's from South Carolina, I was like, yeah, you're used to this, aren't you? And he looked at, his eyes got big. He looked at me like, not this. Yeah. <laughs> well, your first question, what do you fear in life? I was thinking, you're coming off, you're coming off a 95-degree <laughs> practice with no clouds, and he gets that question, but he handled well, it well. Yeah, I mean, fear became the theme. Because when you're back there, I've been back there. Not a lot, but I've been back there. And it was just in college. It's scary as I'll get out. Oh, sure. People are coming that, down trying to take your head off. They're coming down. The ball's fluttering. Mm-hmm. Especially in college, you don't have great punters. At least in the NFL, you kind of you know that guy's going to hit it 47, 50 yards. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can kind of camp under it, those kind of things. It's a scary thing back there. And you really have to have no fear. To be any good at it at all, you have to have no fear of it and no fear of just people in your purviews. You're trying to catch a ball and do something with it. And that's why I asked him that question. Uh, I thought he handled it pretty well. But that was kind of the theme of the interview because you can't fear, but you got to make and you want to make the kicking team fear you. Mm-hmm. And how many times have we seen Andre Roberts' teams kick the ball away from him? They kick it short. They try not to let him get his hands on the ball. And that's a big weapon to have. And now he's a Texan, so that's good to have. Listen, I've never done that, tried to return a punt or something. But I have gotten from the left lane all the way to the right lane exit on 59 in rush mm-hmm. hour without a lot of room to do it. No. So. You know, I've done some things. Anyway, yeah. next up, who's going to lead this team in sacks? We've got a candidate coming up next here on Texans Training Camp Live. Who's looking good? Who'll need to step up? How's the depth chart looking? The answers are right here on Texans Training Camp Live. Presented by Xfinity. You've got a lot going on. So how do you find time to take care of you? At Houston Methodist, we work around your busy life. Their same-day primary care appointments, online scheduling to see our world-class specialists, access to all your records through my chart, and video visits 24-7 if you need urgent care, bringing you Houston Methodist's expertise wherever, whenever you need it. Visit HoustonMethodist.org to find the care you need at locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. At Red Diamond, we know that beating the heat on a hot summer's day isn't always easy. You can try taking a dip at the local pool. Or you can camp out in front of the fan. Does it go any higher? But there's simply nothing more refreshing than the taste of ice-cold, fresh-brewed Red Diamond tea. Red Diamond. Perfect's not easy. Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live poker and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet. Hey, Texans fans, you are lucky dogs because the Texans have teamed up with Home Smokehouse to make the best-tasting small-batch pecan-smoked hot dog only available at NRG Stadium. That's right. Home Smokehouse, voted number one in taste, has been smoking in Texas since 1970. And believe me, you've never really tasted a hot dog till you bite into a Home Smokehouse pecan-smoked hot dog. There's no taste like Home's. 
proud sponsor of the Houston Texans. What makes one head of lettuce better than another? What makes a grape greater? At Kroger, we take scrutinizing freshness to a whole new level. We're only the best of the best of the best will do. We're seriously serious about what goes on our shelves, so only the freshest makes the grade. That means not every leafy green leaves the field. Not every cauliflower makes the cut. So if we've got it at Kroger, you can bet your bananas that it's not just fresh, it's fresher than fresh. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What do you call a group of friends who spend every Sunday huddled around the TV for hours, wearing horns on their heads and blue and red paint on their faces, jumping with a Miller Lite in one hand and a hot barbecue short rib in the other, while proudly chanting, we are Texans. You call it Miller time in Houston. Here's to the Texans. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. More Texans Radio is on the way. Tickets are on sale now to see your Houston Texans take on marquee matchups like the Seahawks, Patriots, Rams, Jets, and Chargers. Don't miss the best game day atmosphere in Houston when you visit NRG Stadium for National Halftime Acts, local Houston food options, and the best tailgating in the NFL. Get your tickets at HoustonTexans.com slash tickets. To guarantee the best seats at the best price, get your season tickets today, and you'll get benefits all year round. Visit HoustonTexans.com slash tickets. Two is better than one. How many times have you heard that one? More than once, I bet, because it just adds up. For example, there are two, not one, great reasons to fill up with Chevron with Tecron. Number one, unbeatable cleaning power. And number two, or maybe this should be number one, unbeatable mileage. Plus, Chevron puts Tecron in every grade, every gallon of their gasoline. So that's two, no wait, three unbeatable reasons to go with the one and only Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car. Right now at Mattress Firm, upgrade your sleep and save up to $400 on our best brands. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase or get a $300 instant gift when you shop Tempur-Pedic, the number one rated mattress in America. Our sleep experts have over 200 hours of training, and with our low price guarantee, you can rest assured you'll get the best bet at the best price, only at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com sale. Hey, it's David Johnson from the Houston Texans, here with my good friend Toro. If you've watched the Texans game, you may have noticed that us players are big and strong, and that playing football requires us to be pretty tough. However, that doesn't mean we haven't had to deal with bullying before. If you or someone you know is being bullied, be yourself. Use your voice. Leave and look out for others. Join Toro and I as we take the bull out of bullying, presented by NOV. For more information, visit HoustonTexans.com bullying. At Mustang Cat, we understand that the work never ends. As the Caterpillar dealer for Southeast Texas, we deliver the equipment, service, parts, and rentals you need to keep doing the work. For a limited time, Mustang Cat is offering 0% financing with no money down on all compact equipment. Learn more at MustangCat.com or call us at 888-MYCAT-20. Mustang Cat, building Texas, powering the world. The unforgettable college football Saturday you've been craving is happening right here in Houston. Tickets and suites are on sale now to experience the 2021 Texas kickoff as the Houston Cougars take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders at NRG Stadium Saturday, September 4th. Start off the college football season right. To reserve your seats and get details, 
on the latest event news, ticket discounts, and more. Go to TexasKickoff.com. KILT, KILT FM, HD2, Houston. We're broadcasting live during Texans practices, bringing you inside the walls of Camp Casario. Insider access, exclusive content, Sports Radio 610. The Texans play here. An Odyssey Station. An Odyssey Station. Texans training camp is underway. Get all the breaking news, updates, interviews, and more right now at HoustonTexans.com. Now back to Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity. We are at the Houston Methodist Training Center. Mark Vanderbeer and John Harris with you. Ben back in the studio. Matt is here engineering on site, doing a great oh. job as uh, we have a lot of high-tech stuff here. Just uh, in Radioland, we are bringing it to you. Not that that matters to the listener, really. I know it doesn't matter to you, but it matters to us to be able to be out here Speak freely and clearly with what is happening here. And players are making their way over to the practice bubble to activate and then get out onto the field. I don't know if they're going to do the half-and-half half kind of practices anytime soon, Johnny. I don't know. I, I don't you know. mean half outside, half inside? Yeah, because we've seen that in the past. Look, Bill O'Brien, we mentioned that when he started, didn't do anything like that, eventually got to that point. So yep. did Gary Kubiak. Dom Capers did a lot of stuff in the bubble, a lot of mm-hmm. stuff in the bubble. Uh, during his years here, and we'll see how David Cully handles it. And a lot of it is, let's see as we go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny because I'd be surprised if guys like Cully, O'Brien, Kubiak, even don't call the former head coach and say, "Hey, what'd you do when you were here?" Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, what? How do they go? Or an assistant? You know, how do they go? Yeah. Guys, you know, because there's so many, there's so few degrees of separation between coaches around the league, and you get to know who knows each other. And you get easy information that way. Yeah, yep. we tried it this way, but we found that that way worked. And you may or may not want to do it that way, but at least you get that information. Well, I always think about it. How, pre- <clears throat> how prepared will you be to play an outdoor game mm-hmm. in the first six, seven weeks of the year? And you think about, okay, you got our games at home. Carolina Thursday night, obviously the opening against Jacksonville. Now, if you opened in Jacksonville, I would think – to play in Jacksonville week one outside, that's rough. It'll be just as hot as it is here. I mean, that's that's a rough way to start. Now, I don't think the Texans have ever. Week two, we were there in uh, 11, I want to right. say. Ever since I've been on the sidelines, we've always been there later in the year or in October, late in October. We've never been there in the month of September. Maybe it was 12. But, yeah, anyway. you know, Cleveland, Buffalo, you know, who's to say? But those are the two outdoor games that you have really mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. So I think about it that way. Are you going to play a game or two or more in pretty sweltering areas? Like if we were playing Miami in week two, man, I'd really I'd want them to get acclimated yeah. to this heat so that they could be acclimated and play at as close to 100% as humanly possible. And that there was one year, I'm trying to remember what year it was. I was sitting here trying to do the, the, the math on it, and I couldn't remember. There was one year because of our games inside, we were playing the Colts. Yeah, That was also inside. It may have been. 2019? I can't remember. But there were a number of indoor games because our opponents were playing inside, the Saints, the Colts, our games inside. We weren't playing an outdoor, even questionable weather game until, like, the middle of October. Wow. And so at that point, I remember thinking, look, you got to be ready, physically ready, but you don't have to grind yourself into the dirt because you're not going to have to be at a point where you've got to be accustomed and acclimated to 95-degree heat. Now, I don't know what Cleveland will be in week two. There's a chance it could be relatively salty. Who knows? Buffalo, maybe. I mean, you never know Buffalo in early October. I mean, it could be one way or completely the other. So 
I'm of a mindset to get yourself acclimated for it. But if you're not playing Jacksonville, Miami, you're not playing one of those games in the sweltering heat early in the season, then you've got to make sure that the grind is kept in mind of 18 weeks all the way through. If you were playing Jacksonville, you're playing Miami or someplace outside, okay, then it's a little bit, little bit more. You've got to get a little bit more acclimated to it. But if you don't have to do that, then I think you could split your time and do different things that way. But, you know, who's to say? Well, we'll see how David Cully and how the staff uh, goes about uh, playing these practices going forward. You know, year two, week one, they played at Miami. At Miami. And they were ready to go for mm-hmm. that one and beat them because mm-hmm. the weather was no problem for yep. them. They were used to it here. And back then, the Dolphins didn't even have an indoor facility. In fact, I want to say year three, they were here for the preseason and did some joint practices, and they saw the Texans bubble and they bought one just like it for their Davie, Florida practice facility because they said, hey, they live in similar weather. Yeah. They got this thing they can go inside. Yep. We can't even go inside. So <sighs> let's figure out a way to go inside. Wow. And that, look, when they built this facility here, this was state of the art. Now, they've updated it and upgraded yeah. it and everything uh, throughout the years, no doubt about it. But this was miles ahead of much of the league yeah. back then. And the big deal, hey, see, here's how I wanted it to be. Uh, you got one locker year round. You got a locker for game day, and it's the same locker for training camp and practice. And a lot of teams just don't have that. You know, a lot right. of teams go somewhere for training camp. They get a locker in their mm-hmm. practice facility, and they get a locker on game day, which is fine for a lot of teams. Sure. They win that way, but it's just the way they wanted it here uh, in the early going. So we're not in the early going. We're in year 20. And here we go Ooh. back to the 4-3. And I wrote about this a little bit on the D-line, Johnny. You had the 3-4 here from <laughs> 2002 through 2005. Then you went to basically a 4-3 through mm-hmm. 2010. Then back to the 3-4 from 2011 on until this offseason. Mm-hmm. And, look, the 3-4, look, we get a lot of 4-3 looks out of that. It's not always straightforward the way it is. They're not in base a lot these days, or the majority of the time they're probably out of base. Uh, But here we are on the 4-3, and I'm wondering who's going to lead this team in sacks. Here's one of the candidates. He's a salty veteran on this team. Now, the saltiest is Whitney Merciless. But this guy in year three, around here that's saying something, Jacob Martin, and we caught up with him, and he took note of the fact that he's one of the guys who's been around here for a bit. Oh, man, it's uh – it's, it's, I've come far. I've, it's, it's been a journey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's it's awesome, man. It's a, it's a it's a dope feeling, you know, to be able to uh, lead guys in, in the right direction, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's awesome. All right, I'm gonna ask a question. I know it's on the tip of anybody's tongue that has thought about this, and you know what question I'm gonna ask. You ran a three four last year. Now it's a four three. How does that change things in your world? Nothing, man. It takes me back to my DNA. Honestly, you know, I'm, I'm I was excited about the change. Um, I'm just really just been waiting for an opportunity to, to play in a 4-3 again. Um, you know, that was my bread and butter at Temple University, um, not having to, to be in coverage or things like that and just be a, a true defensive end, you know, uh, base down reach. You know, those are things that are, that are you know, uh, easy money for me. So. so you were, I mean, for people out there sort of panicking about it, you're saying, hey, man, this is a return to sender basically. This I, is, this I'm is, comfortable. In this. this is why I got drafted. This – Playing in a four three is the sole reason I got drafted. I didn't play. I've never played in a three four until I got here. What's the key playing a four three versus a three four? Like you mentioned coverage. Obviously, in three four, you're more involved in coverage. But mm-hmm. playing a four three defensive end, how is that different? My hands on the ground. You know, uh, uh, less to see, less to think about. Um, you know, it's it's really I can play a whole lot faster. There's not a whole lot of thinking involved. I don't have to see who I'm matched up against. I don't have to. I don't have to look at the wide receiver splits or. 
Um, you know, now I'm really just focused on the backfield sets and or whatever the offensive line gives me. So, Jacob Martin joining us. What's Lovey Smith like in the rooms? What's he like to listen to as he's addressing the whole group? You know, that's a, another legend of the game. You know, it's someone who who knows defense. He knows NFL defense. Uh, you know, and he's, he knows pass rushers. You know, he's uh, has had, had some success with uh, the guys he's had in the past. Um, so uh, he's a great coach, great guy to learn from, great guy to listen to, um, and really just uh, uh, to learn football from. You know, he's a great football mind, um, real good at answering questions or asking questions and uh, making his guys think. So I, I like that. You mentioned pass rush. There's obviously a lot of technique work, which seemingly is very scientific, seemingly, on a pass rush. But there's an art to it as well. How do you kind of bridge the gap between the two to make sure that you stay kind of innovative and kind of artist-like, but yet you're still ho- you're still honing in on the technique that's needed? How do you match art and science, so to speak, to be a great pass rusher? Well, man, I, how I think about pass rushing, like you said, I think of it as an art, right? Uh, and, and with art, you know, you have different kinds of paintbrushes. Right, so uh, with pass rushing, um, you know, you just got to figure out what paintbrush are you. You know, are you a power guy? Are you a finesse guy? Mm-hmm. You a little bit of both. You know, uh, when I mean power rushers, that means long arms, bull rushes. You know, stabs, stab clubs, and things like that. Um, or if you're a finesse guy, speed guy, you know, that's more spins, chop clubs. You know, uh, things like that. Where uh, I'm using more of my speed to my yep. advantage to set up uh, rushes and things like that. Um, I think those are those, and how you how you marry the two is you figure out what brush you're going to paint with. Yep. And once you understand that, then now you got to figure out okay, how can I? Because every everyone moves differently. Uh, everyone has different steps. Everyone has different techniques or different you know capabilities with in terms of their body. Um, you know, but I think some of the best. Passers are kind of on, 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 excuse me, unorthodox. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, like it's, it's hard to mimic Bond's rushes. It's hard to mimic, you know, Frank Clark's rushes. Yeah. You know, it's hard to mimic, you know, um, Khalil Mack's rushes or Zadarius Smith's rushes and things yeah. like that. Um, but I think that's what makes guys unique. You know, un- them understanding what they can do physically and then mastering that. So now it's it's not a thought; it just happens. Like when people ask me, like, what do you think? Like I have my go-to rush, which would right. be a chop, chop swing. Yeah, right. Um, that just kind of just happens. I really don't really think about it. It just, it just happens. It's just because I've practiced it so much. You know, my first two years in the league, I if you go back and watch like my Seattle film or even my first year here, uh, all I did was throw that. Whether I won or lost, I was throwing it just to get the repetition of it, the muscle memory of it. So yeah. like when I'm in a position to throw it, it just it just comes naturally. Interesting. All right, so we talked to Malik Collins, and he mentioned your name specifically when we talked about the talent on the D-line. So what about the talent on the D-line, Jacob? What can you tell us about what's up front this year? Because there are a lot of new guys, like we said. You know, picking up Malik was like a, was huge. You know, having a having a, a boss three technique that can get off the ball and uh, has very versatile moves. You know, he can power rush. You know, he's very athletic. He can spin. You know, he can chop. Um, you know, then obviously coming back and playing with Chuck again. Um, and his and his variety of moves, and um, and then adding Shaq Lawson and um, Jordan Jenkins, you know, and obviously I'm excited to see, you know, John Grenard, you know, step into his role. I think he could be a really good football player. Um, but really just excited to see how these guys work, you know. And I had opportunity to work with some of these guys, uh, VT and um, uh, Jaleel, uh, over the break, and you know, the guys are looking good. And I think the chemistry is going to be great, and it's really just going to come down to working those rushes with each other in practice and, and the preseason games and things like that. You mentioned 
you've got a pet move, and I would imagine every guy that's a pass rusher has a pet move. So what does it take to learn a new move? Pitcher's got a fastball slider. He wants to learn a changeup. He can go through years sometimes to learn how to throw an accurate changeup and do that. What's it like to try and learn a new pass rush move that you want to try and incorporate, something that counters off of what your best move is? How tough is that to incorporate into your into your game to bring in something new, if you will? Right, and uh, so last year, you know, my biggest thing was coming up with a counter, yeah. a counter that made sense in terms of, okay, uh, because a lot of people think you were going to win on your first move often, and have I won on my first move? Yeah, I have, you know what I mean? But uh, sometimes you get caught, you know, so being able to counter off that first move where it's it's fluid, you don't want to have to chop or chop your feet at the top of the rush or yeah. slow down at the top of the rush. Um, so being able to, to counter off the chop swing, which would be, a, you know, a spin, you know, I could uh, fake the chop, fake spin, whatever the case may be, or come inside, whatever the, whatever the case is, you know, developing rushes that, okay, I know how I set my game up would be, okay, I'm going to power first, even though I'm not a power rusher, right? right? I'm going to go to power first, so they don't know really know how fast I am, right? And then they're thinking I'm going to come out the second time in power rush. I may touch and go, right? Or or may, you know, ghost, right? Yeah. Vaughn has you know, master the ghost. Yeah, yeah. You know, so learning what's, from... What's the ghost for the listeners? What's the ghost? Right, so it's like you're going into to power rush, right? right? Like I may I may throw my inside arm um, like I'm going to long arm them, you know, and I'll take the arm away and when... Because you disappear. Uh. And, I, and I ghost. I ghost underneath his hands, you know. Uh, a lot of offensive linemen are, are... This league is amazing. The, the talent in this league is amazing and offensive linemen, they're... they're they study just as much as we study, of course. You know, and uh, they kind of know us almost better than we know ourselves. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, being able to to it's almost like magic, you know, trying to sell something that you're right. that you're taking away. You know, so you get them you you get them to stop their feet or to brace for that long arm for that power move to power down. It would be the, the technical term for them. You know, and and then abusing their my abusing their athletic ability to mine. You know, yeah. right. more athletic than them, so I can start and stop a lot faster. Yeah. So. Um, selling, selling those types of rushes. All right, so I got an explanation. That was Jacob Martin, by the okay. way. Got an explanation of what the ghost move was, which I really thought was sort of disappearing on instant uh, Instagram or messaging I think, apps. Yeah. It's got uh, a not getting meme. back to people, but in pass rushing, it means something completely different. You've seen Von Miller do it. Yeah, Von's done it, and and where Von will step up, and then the offensive tackle is thinking, okay, I've got a brace, and so he's standing kind of. You know, with high hands, and then all of a sudden, Vaughn just drops. He just puts a hand out, and then he just drops and goes underneath. And he's masterful because how many pictures, how many videos have you seen of Vaughn? And he's going around the edge, and his, you know, he's bending the edge, and his the inside part of his body is like, mm-hmm. you know, two feet off the ground, if that. I mean, he's had the amazing ability to do that throughout his career, and that's what he's talking about. It's, I saw. <laughs> it's college guy, but I saw Drake Jackson use it from USC. And I was like, I love that move. I'm not sure what it's called. And then I heard somebody call it a ghost move. And I was like, oh, that's a perfect name for it because you literally show a hand in and you disappear. But him talking about it was, I mean, that was catnip to me. I mean, I just, I, I couldn't get enough <laughs> of talking about the pass rush, man. It was just, it was so cool because he does, he has, he has, uh, he has defined moves. I see him working. I saw him working on it yesterday. And what I liked is whoever he's working with yesterday, he's working with a defensive, uh, interior defensive lineman. Right. And so I thought that was kind of interesting. But he can be a guy. And it, that was just intriguing to hear, hey, I played a fourth in college. That's what I'm comfortable with. I'm like, yep. that was great 
news to hear in some sense. Oh, and I he forgot was so happy. That. So excited. Well, tell me how happy Whitney Merciless might be about all this, too, because he's been an outside linebacker yeah. here from the get-go, but he was a 4-3 defensive end in college. Yeah, I think a lot of people, when they talk about Whit, they think about 2018, right? It was the year that that J.J., Clowney, and Whit all stayed healthy, right? Mm-hmm. And you only had two outside spots, especially when you had a four-man rush and nickel. And how are you going to fill those? If you right. didn't move Clowney or Watt inside, then Witt had to drop off as a, you know, off-the-ball backer, and he's dropping into coverage, and that just, unfortunately, I think people assessed Whitney for that. Some people were like, look, that's not what he's made to do. Well, I think Jacob put it best. When you put your hand down on the ground as a 4-3 defensive end, you're going forward. You're going forward. You're not dropping in coverage. Now, you might peel on a running back, um, depending on different schemes and things. You might peel on a running back, meaning if the running back – you got some sort of blitz or call, and you've got contained, and that running back peels, you might have to go off with him. But that's it. Other than that, you're full board. You're taking on tight ends. You're taking on tackles. You're setting the edge, and you're rushing the quarterback. It's that simple. Three, four outside linebackers, ah, there's a lot more going with it. Here's the other thing, Mark, and I thought about this. A lot of teams, as, as I watch players coming from college to the NFL, I'm finding more and more and more three, four outside linebacker types. So there's a possibility that with more 4-3 that you might have an opportunity to get a guy that fits a little bit better. Look, you want to get the best player available. I get it totally. But there are some dynamic pass rushers in college that are 235 pounds. You can't put that guy at 4-3 defensive end. Right. So you – but there are other teams. A lot of teams run 3-4. They might take that guy. You have an opportunity maybe to find an efficiency in the market because there's so many teams looking for that one particular player that you might be able to, you know what, we're going to take that 4-3 defensive end over here. He's going to fit us pretty well. And kind of a, I don't say money ball concept, but Mm -hmm. take advantage of an inefficiency in the market, if you will, at that particular position. And hopefully that pays off for both Whitney uh, and for Jacob this year, and they can put some sacks up on the board and get some big plays from those outside positions. Don't get me started on Moneyball because I love that movie. Great and, movie. And uh, Vanderkid watched it. I had him watch it. Because really? He, well, Did he you like was, it? He was kind of interested in the prospect of general manager or sports agent. He's 15 years Ooh. old. Ooh. So he wanted to know about those kinds of things. I said, let's watch Moneyball just for the yeah. fun of it. You see uh, the life of a GM. Now it's a, it's a, it's based on a true story. Yep. It. A lot of it is true. A lot of it is. And I know Art Howe's uh, depiction is not very well thought of, especially in this city, uh, by Philip Seymour Hoffman, who's a great actor. But he played a character that he imagined more than was really Art Howe. Uh, But anyway, stuff like that. Uh, Johnny, have we seen – now, we see players going into the bubble. I just saw Malik Collins. I saw Brandon Cooks. There are some guys out here practicing with the jugs machine. There's Neville Hewitt and his guns. Yeah, Neville Hewitt, who's uh, Never missed the worked out. Never led, missed the workout. The Jets I mean, it's amazing. Led the Jets in tackles last year. And that linebacking core, I wanted to go there, actually, but have you seen the quarterbacks come in yet? Because I've not, not no. noticed. So I've not we'll seen any red know. jerseys. See the, you know, it's funny because every not. time I see the photographers, like, really get into focus on someone, I'm thinking, all right, here we go. Well, oh, yeah, all you really have to do is just watch the media. They'll mm-hmm. tell you. Yeah. We saw that yesterday. Yeah, it was just, like, every time they went, you could just see them going back and forth. And then there was our pal Seth Payne watching special teams. I loved it. 
It's not, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I know, because he's a football guy. Yeah. And he wants to see all that yeah, stuff. He's a it's funny. It's like watching the media and how they react to something. It's kind of like when you're a baseball play by play guy, you just watch the outfielder to see if the ball's a home run or not. <laughs> yeah. Because his body yeah. language will tell you a whole lot about where that ball is going. I feel bad for the baseball announcers who are still calling games off the monitors oh. because sometimes it's hard to tell how deep those balls are going when you're just seeing them on a monitor. You, I don't know? Know how you don't you get do that, that depth vision. And, you know, so you have to wait. Yep. You have to wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so linebackers, though. Let's go there for a moment here. And we're going to go around the league in our next segment because there is some stuff to talk about related to former Texans and also what's going on in Green Bay mm-hmm. because Johnny wants to talk about general manager Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. We're also yeah. going to have uh, Landry's camp questions coming up soon enough. But quickly on the linebackers because it is a 4-3. Now you have the three backers. And we'll see what they do with the sub packages and everything. But I think that they have linebackers for days. I've yeah. said this. I think that they are stocked. We just mentioned Neville Hewitt. I don't even know if he starts, John. He led the right. Jets in tackles last year. He can play. Mm-hmm. But there might not be room for him in a starting concept. But mm-hmm. maybe there is. And maybe he's a rotational guy. I don't know how they're going to handle it. But you do have a lot of players to choose from here. And you're going to sort all this out in the next few weeks. Well, you've got... Between Zach Cunningham, Christian Kirksey, Kevin Pierre-Lewis, and Neville Hewitt, those four guys, had they been all on a 16-game basis, they would have all led their teams in tackles. Wow. So you do the math. That's four guys that led teams in tackles last year, potentially, and you've only got three spots. But you know how it goes. Last year, BMAC gets hurt in the Minnesota game. I think it was the Minnesota game. Mm. He's out for the year. And now Terrell Adams has got to step up and look. Uh, Terrell made a lot of tackles, and I love Terrell Adams. He's just one of the greatest individuals you want to be around. But starting linebacker in the NFL, that was not the role that he needed to have. We needed to have that position be better. So what did Nick Casario do? He came in and said, Shoop, wiped it all out, said, Zach Cunningham's the only guy. Seven other linebackers have come in all from different teams. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a different look for everybody to take a look at it. But I think the common thread amongst those linebackers, number one, the ability to attack the run. Number two, they all can run. And that, at that position now, it's, I don't want to say that, that, that the linebacker position will mm-hmm. ever be, oh, let's put ability to run over the ability to go stop the run, make tackles. But we're getting there. We're yeah. getting to a point where, you know what, 225, 230 linebackers are coming. Got to cover. And they've got to be able to cover. And, yep. uh, and some teams will be like, you know what, i got to face the, the Chiefs. You know, if you're, if you're Raiders, in the Raiders organization, you got to face the Chiefs twice a year. you got to beat the Chiefs twice a year. Do you care, really, whether your linebackers can stop the run or not? Really, no. But they better be able to cover Clyde Edwards-Hilaire or some guy in the slot or carry a receiver up the seam. you do, you got to worry about that. So, Game's changed a lot. It's yep. changed a lot. And here's the other thing. We talk about this a lot too, Mark. The game doesn't just change every five to seven years. The game changes every two to three years. Yeah. So five years ago, doesn't mean, Jack, you know what, really. No. Things changed in the last two to three years and continues to. So yeah, it's funny because, and it is a copycat league, and mm-hmm. I know you listen to that podcast. You turned me on to it, Flying Coach with yeah. Sean McVay, yep. and there's so much good stuff there. Uh, let's go about this kind of thing, about copycat, about yeah. imitating other plays that coaches do. And it's it's a it's flattery. Is it stealing? Of course it is, yeah. but it's not copywritten material. Right. It's not art, okay? It's not like <laughs> if you steal a Jimi Hendrix riff, 
uh, they're going to know you stole the Jimi Hendrix right. strip. If you right. steal a Sean McVay play, they're going to know you stole it, but they're going to say kudos to you because it yes. worked. And it's the scoreboard that matters most. Next up, around the league, former Texans great on PUP. Also, Johnny goes off on general manager Rogers up north. Let's talk about those things and then some here on Texans Training Camp Live. For the most in-depth coverage of your favorite team and players, check out HoustonTexans.com. The all-new Hyundai Elantra, unlike a number of competitors, offers completely wireless Apple CarPlay, so you can seamlessly connect to all your smartphone apps without a cable. The Elantra, named 2021 North American Car of the Year. Now get 0% APR for 60 months, plus zero payments for 90 days on the Elantra. See your local Hyundai dealer, the official car of the Houston Texans, for well-qualified buyers only. Offers end 8-221. Call 469-613-0227 for more details. At CDW, we get that the ways we collaborate have changed. But I've grown accustomed to the high-pitched musical sound of my squeaky whiteboard marker. I hear you. With a Cisco WebEx solution configured by CDW, you can easily share notes and documents and even whiteboard from your very own computer. Goodbye, sweet marker. You've served us well. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash Cisco collaboration. What if your preferred hospital could also be your primary care provider? At Houston Methodist, we go beyond hospital care offering you everything from flu shots to well woman exams to managing your weight and cholesterol. And our primary care doctors and specialists are connected all across the city. So whatever the need, wherever you live, we can be there for you. Visit HoustonMethodist.org to find the care you need at locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Introducing Texans Fit, a world-class Houston Texans fitness community dedicated to helping you reach your goals. Join the Texans Fit family and elevate your fitness experience with cutting-edge equipment, exceptional coaches, and deluxe amenities. Whether you thrive on the camaraderie of a group fitness class or need the focused support of a certified personal trainer, Texans Fit is here to help you grow in the lifestyle you want. To find the club nearest you and learn how you can train like the pros, visit TexansFit.com. At Red Diamond, we know that beating the heat on a hot summer's day isn't always easy. You can try taking a dip at the local pool. Or you can camp out in front of the fan. Does it go any higher? But there's simply nothing more refreshing than the taste of ice-cold, fresh-brewed Red Diamond tea. Red Diamond. Perfect's not easy. This is Texans Radio. The Texans and Amogee Bank are proud to call Houston home. We believe that small businesses are vital to our local community. We're joining forces to help during these challenging times with the Houston Texans Small Business Boost, presented by Amogee Bank. Do you know a small business who makes a community a better place? Nominate them today, and they could win $2,500 cash. Special promotion from the Houston Texans, special promotion from the Houston Texans, and exclusive event invitations from Amogee Bank. Find out more at HoustonTexans.com slash Business Boost. The unforgettable college football Saturday you've been craving is happening right here in Houston. Tickets and suites are on sale now to experience the 2021 Texas kickoff as the Houston Cougars take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders at NRG Stadium Saturday, September 4th. Start off the college football season right 
to reserve your seats and get details on the latest event news, ticket discounts, and more. Go to TexasKickoff.com. Your jobs are big and time is short. But Brookside Equipment has everything John Deere that makes your work quick and easy. Whether you're mowing grass, working in the dirt, or just enjoying the great outdoors, Brookside has a John Deere mower, tractor, or gator vehicle that's right for you. And Brookside is always at your side, keeping your equipment on the job. Nine Texas Gulf Coast locations. BrooksideUSA.com. Brookside Equipment is a proud sponsor of the Houston Texans. Do you know an outstanding Latino leader who is making a positive impact on Houston? Nominate them today for the Houston Texans Campeón de la Comunidad Award, presented by Miller Lite. The award honors a leader in the Latino community who is making a positive impact on the city of Houston through service to a local nonprofit. Winner will receive a $20,000 grant for their nonprofit and recognition at a Texans home game. Visit HoustonTexans.com backslash campeón to nominate a Latino leader today. Camp Casario is underway. We're broadcasting live from Houston Methodist Training Center. And in the loop with Landry and Lopez have exclusive player interviews after every practice. We're joined now straight off the practice field by Justin Reed, Texan safety. Get the inside perspective from Camp Casario. During the course of the practice, it was both ways, and that's how you really build. Live from the field. Insider access. Exclusive content. Sports Radio 610. The Texans play here. A tear. A tear. A tear. Keep up with the Houston Texans everywhere you go. Download the Texans mobile app. Quarterbacks working out on field two, just tossing the ball around, and four are there today, and four is here today, just to let you know yes. uh, what is happening here at camp. Some number switches as Nico Collins, the rookie from Michigan, now goes to number 12. And the Texans sign a player, Jordan Vesey, wide receiver, who will wear number 84. So if you're following at home, you just got to keep track of this stuff. We're going to quiz you on it later, and you better get it right. And who else switched up, Johnny? So Nico Collins went from 84 to 12. Right. Chris Conley went from 17 to 18. Okay. Which makes he me did? think. Yes. Which makes Where, me what's think. What's Miller then? Because Miller was going to go to 18, I My thought. guess is that Miller is going to 17. Okay. Because right. Cornell Armstrong was three. Anthony Miller was wearing three yesterday, but Cornell Armstrong was already three. So then I think Anthony Miller, we heard he was going to 18, but I can tell you 18 is by looking out there. From what I can see, 18 is Chris Conley. So it's okay. We'll get, we'll get, it, all, we'll get it all straight. But like you said, um, guys are out in the field getting things done. Four is here, and quarterbacks are working up on field two. Special teams going on field one, uh, and we're back at it. Back to the grind, baby. Around the league, and by the way, Landry's camp questions coming up in the next segment. You don't want to miss that prior to the Landry and Lopez show, but we always have fun with Landry during camp shows. Johnny, J.J. Watt on PUP with the hamstring Hamstring. problem. Yeah, I mean, look, you can't overreact to a hamstring problem, but Watt is not – in football years, young anymore, and you just hate to see that for him. So yep. we'll see what happens with him. Yeah, and I've had Arizona. I've had that before, mm-hmm. uh, many many years ago when I was quite younger. But it just it's we we know with hamstrings they just linger, mm-hmm. they just linger, and you never really fully can get rid of it until you get that full off season, and that's so we don't know the extent of it. Could be just well, I don't know, a couple days, could be a week. But depending on how bad it is, well, some people it's so bad they, they end up having to have surgery, and hopefully it's not that for J.J., but 
well, starts on pup, but it's just going to end up being it's going to end up being a problem. Geez, you have them in traction already, Johnny. No, Gosh, I, no, 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 no I'm, I'm not kidding. saying that. I'm kidding. But there are some people that have to have that surgery at some point. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's that's the far that's the far uh, far end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. The other end of the spectrum is it's back in a couple of days and he's cool, but he's still going to have to be dealing with it, and that's uh, that's tough to do no matter the age. So, do you think that Tom Brady playing so old? 43 years old. Do you think that that is making us, I don't know, overestimate the length of a career for some greats, quarterbacks no. or not? Because Aaron Donald, 30 years old, says, yeah, I feel, you know, I'm feeling my age. I'm feeling 30 years old. Yeah. And, you know, Sean McVay comes back with, he looks fine, okay? Yeah, he looks good to me, and I bet he does look pretty good. Different planet. 30 is not old. It's, a, it's extremely young in the scheme of things in real life, but in football, yeah. You know, the, it, there was a time when you turned 30, it was it was over. Yeah. It, it just felt like you were in overtime if you went past the age of 30, almost in any professional yep. sport. Obviously, there were some exceptions and some great exceptions, but what do you think of that? Well, when the you, lifespan When you think about the life, the, the interior lives that J.J. Watt and Aaron Donald have lived, mm-hmm. as quick as Aaron Donald is, as quick as J.J. Watt is, they still are taking double teams triple teams yeah. chips mm-hmm. constantly the amazing thing for aaron donald is he has not broken down he has not missed i don't think he's missed a game since his rookie year in 2014 and that's just amazing to think about but it just takes a toll then you add another game to the mix to 17 17 weeks but donald's an animal watching him work out like mm-hmm. his workout videos like good grief and i'll never forget being at the senior bowl mark is <laughs> my favorite story we're at the Senior Bowl, and I was talking to a, a college coach, college head coach who I knew, and I was asking about his guys at the Senior Bowl. And we were literally standing from me to you away from watching the O-line, D-line. And this coach had an offensive lineman in the group, and I was asking him, and he's like, oh, John, let me tell you this guy. I think this guy's a first-round offensive lineman. I think you're really going to love him. And I swear, he can get that out of his mouth. And Aaron Donald was going one-on-one with him and just destroyed him. And I'm like, whoa. And I didn't say anything, and I'm like, I don't know. You guys are first-rounder, but I know. I think that guy is. Yeah. And kept watching him for the next few And he just he ruined guys, completely just ruined guys. And the, the third day, the last day I was there, I was walking uh, up on the second level. And all of a sudden, this guy's in front of me. He's, you know, he's got a hoodie on, so I'm thinking he's a player. He turns around, and I'm, he's looking me right in the eyes. And it's Aaron Donald, and I realized – that dude's six foot or a shade under six foot, and yet he is completely and totally schooling everybody this well, week. Well, the low center of gravity does help relatively. It's amazing. Right? The quickness and the smarts he has. I mean, he's, he's fun to watch. And the way he toys with offensive linemen now is really impressive. All right, general manager Aaron Rodgers, that's oh, what boy. you're calling him because he's trying to broker things <sighs> up in Green Bay. Look, I, I do believe the athlete should have – you know, should have some input perhaps in uh, in some personnel or whatever. Like he says, when you're as accomplished as Aaron Rodgers, right. you've been around here for well over a decade. I mean, geez, yep. I remember, what, 2008 was his first year? Yeah, Actually, first year the Texans play. played at Green Bay yep. up, th- mm-hmm. up there that year, and uh, the Packers went 6-10, and 10, but the rest is history. I, I, it absolutely worked out splendidly for him. Obviously would want more rings than one, mm-hmm. more Super Bowl appearances than one. But Aaron Rodgers is a hell of a player. No doubt. Here's my issue. Mm-hmm. Here's my issue. And, and I think you're right. 
I think organizations listening to key people, I think it's totally cool. But what the players have got to understand is the organizations have got to make the decisions that they think end up being the best for the team. If you go about as a GM making every single decision that a player tells you, well, then make the player the GM. Because right. he listed a bunch of players mm-hmm. that left the Packers that maybe didn't get a deal or whatever that he thought potentially should have gotten a deal or at least talked to or whatever the case might be. There wasn't one of those guys that I listened to and went, well, that guy went to a different team and ended up being a star, right. a superstar. So if you end up keeping all those guys around, you get old really quick in a young man's game. Yeah, and you don't have the money. And so cap-wise, right. it becomes problematic, and so prohibitive. You walk in and you talk to GM like, hey, look, man, I think we should keep Jordy Nelson around. I think this is what we need to do. And the GM's like, uh, okay, well, who gets fired? The GM or Jordy Nelson when Jordy Nelson does a workout? Of course. Of course. So I do think that an organization listening is fine. As long as the player understands, I'm not going to do everything that you tell me to do or that you ask me to do. Well, we can sit and communicate about it, but you better understand it's my butt on the line. i got to make that decision. I've got to make that final decision for what I think is best for the ball club. I've taken your input, and away you go. What I fear in those situations is that players – voice their opinion to the GM. The GM's like, eh. And then the players are like, oh, I don't, I don't want that anymore. Yeah. And, you know, there you go. And that's kind of where Aaron Rodgers is with the Packers. Well, it's, it feels like, and we really like Randall Cobb. I mean, I've really enjoyed interviewing him and having him around here as a guy. And I know it didn't work out as a player. But it feels like for Cobb, it's less about, oh, Cobb's going to be the missing piece that the Packers need to get to the Super Bowl for right. the NFC Championship game. And more about... Rodgers wants Cobb around. He wants right. him on the field for sure, but he also wants him around, which is right. fine because for your well-being, for your mental performance, yeah. uh, if you really feel like you have great chemistry with him on and off the field, isn't that going to make you better? So I'm fine with them making that deal. And sure. him feeling like, hey, I need this guy around. As long as it doesn't like break us cap-wise, right. Right. let's do something. And they did something. Yep. They helped him, and it turned out to be a really good situation with the Texans getting Anthony Miller, that situation we talked about right. earlier where – you, you said it well, Johnny. It's not like you're making a trade with one team. It's like the Texans and the Bears and the Packers, and this is what happens. It's kind of like a three-team deal, sort of, and you're able to gain something out of that. Yeah. Save yourself some money mm-hmm. and make your team better. And also, the Packers are happier. Great for them. They're yeah. in the NFC, whatever. Uh, I'd love to see them this year. That means you're going to the Super Bowl. Well, that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, outside of week one of the preseason. Yeah, I mean, look, that's going to be one of those storylines up there. There will be many, of course, like our buddy Max Sharping, mm-hmm. uh, who we heard from yesterday, going Ooh. back to Green Bay again. We've got one, two, mm. three, four, four players from Wisconsin going back. Ooh, Alex Erickson's going back. Uh, Max Sharping's going back. Jordan Steckler, who is from uh, Green River or three River, two rivers, and I think there's one other. There's Oh, I've said Alex Erickson. There's one other. There's four. Oh, Eric Murray's from Milwaukee. Yeah, we talked to him about yeah. the uh, Bucks winning the oh, championship. He was, he was pumped about that. All right, coming up, Landry's camp questions. You never know what he's going to throw at me and Johnny. As the team breaks down into special teams work and some individual stuff, we'll keep you posted here. It's Texans Training Camp Live. If you love podcasts and you love the Texans, you'll love our Texans podcasts. Now available on iTunes and HoustonTexans.com. Hey, this is Keith. Papa John's here, and guess what? We've done it. 
we finally came out with what I consider the best pizza ever. It's our new epic stuffed crust pizza only at Papa John's. That's right. We took our wonderful crust, fresh dough, and rolled into it 100% mozzarella cheese. And now you get an extra cheesy pizza when you order. Get a large one topping and the epic stuffed crust for just 12 bucks. Better ingredients, better pizza, and now best stuffed crust around Papa John's Houston. Calling all Houston Texans fans. It's time to take it to the house with Ashley Home Store. Enter for a chance to win two tickets to an upcoming Texans home game at NRG Stadium. To enter, simply text TEXANS to 797979 or visit any Houston Ashley Home Store location near you. We have 12 Houston area locations to serve you. Enter today only at Ashley Home Store. This is home. Proud partner of the Houston Texans. Teachers and parents, are you looking for an educational resource to keep your students engaged? The Houston Texans Toro and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all while having fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the Kids School Program page and run your students through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! At HEB, we know that game day is about more than the game itself. The taste of victory is unparalleled, but so is the taste of HEB jalapeno poppers hot off the grill. Seeing the best players in their prime is truly something to behold. So is an HEB Prime One burger that you grilled to perfection. For low prices on all the things that make game day great and delicious, visit HEB, your official game day headquarters, or use the Buy HEB app to order curbside and start prepping for game day right away. Camp Casario has started off with a bang. This circus just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Deshaun showed up. A trade has happened. Randall Cobb back to Green Bay. And more than half this roster is brand new. So what will happen next? The heck if we know. But we'll be there every day to tell you about it. Live from Camp Casario. Insider access. Exclusive content. Sports Radio 610. The Texans play here. This is Texans Radio. Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live poker and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet. Hey, Texans fans, get to know EVA Air, one of airline rating's top 20 COVID-compliant airlines with seven stars for its safety measures. We're a Star Alliance member and fly Boeing 777s with a business class where you can stay connected on in-flight Wi-Fi or relax and stretch out in a flatbed seat. EVA Air is your best choice for business or leisure. Check schedules and special fares at www.evaair.com. That's evaair.com. 
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Whoo, the sun here in Texas is no joke. Thankfully, Pick Your Free from Reliant lets you make the most of it. Just choose truly free weekends, nights, or flex days, and we'll upgrade your plan to solar on us. So you get free electricity for a good chunk of time and solar all of the time. Just call 1-866-RELIANT or visit Reliant.com. Reliant, that's power your way. Terms and conditions apply. Reliant, PUCT number 10007. It's always better to get more than what you're expecting. With Houston Texans season tickets, you get just that, more. Not only will you secure your seat in the stands for every memorable moment at NRG Stadium, you'll also receive benefits all year round like significant savings versus individual game tickets, early access to Texans events like draft day and training camp, and more. Experience game day together and visit HoustonTexans.com slash tickets. It's... Now, Texans Training Camp Live continues. At the Houston Methodist Training Center, doing some teamwork here, but kind of slow motion as Terod Taylor's working with the first group coming toward us here, coming toward the south end zone, field one, if you've ever been here to the Houston Methodist Training Center. Davis Mills going in the other way with his offensive unit. Right now, though, time for Landry's camp questions. Let's yes. go with Landry Locker. All right, guys, let's start with the uh, the wide receiver position. I'm going to put you on the spot right mm-hmm. now, John Harris. I know okay. you love this. I want you to list the wide receiver depth chart week one, one through six right now. Cooks, Conley, Collins, Miller, Chris Moore is going to make it. How many is that? Oh, and QT. How many is that? That's six. six. Got it. All right, but that's in. Uh, you're not saying who's starting, right? No. You're just giving the six. Those okay. Are, those would be the. Those would be the six. Um, I. I think. Keep an eye on Coulter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not convinced Coulter is out of that by any means. Andre Roberts would be on the roster, but I'm not really considering him "quote unquote" a receiver. So that's seven, maybe. But he's a return specialist. But he's more return specialist. Gotcha. So I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. Um, so yeah, that that would be the those would be my six. Based on yesterday, just QT, initial, yeah. right off the bat. Yeah. QT Miller Cooks Conley look really good mm-hmm. based on yesterday. Okay, yep. we we'll see what happens today. It's just yep. day two of camp, so this is what we do. All right, most likely to happen: Derrick Henry falls off, mm-hmm. or Jacksonville surprises some people and wins nine or ten games. I would say Henry. The stat, the, the, Henry's defied every single statistic in every measure for a running back. He, oh, you don't give a running back a second contract. Well, they gave him a second contract. Oh, he can't follow up, you know, 350 touches and have another great year. He goes for over 2K the following year with over 400 touches. Like, he's defying everything that there is about a running back. But eventually, Father Time wins. So I'm going with Father Time. He, he, is a, he lives in the gym. We've all seen that, and he makes that very well known. I thought he was the MVP of the NFL last year. 
And, look, if he does it again this year, I, he's got to get more recognition. You can't always I, give it to a quarterback. Then, I, you know, change the award. He was definitely the most valuable player last year. Without him, nothing's happening up there, okay? Now, I know you could say that about any of the quarterbacks, but there's no other team in the league where if you have a good quarterback and you take away any other player, that team isn't doing very well, right? Right. That's a team where you take away another player, and they're dropping off considerably. Yeah. So that's how... That's how I arrived at my MVP distinction for him. All right, let's talk about the three rookies that we've been talking about the most. Uh, Davis Mills, Nico Collins, uh, and Brevin Jordan. If you had to choose, if if I took you guys back to when you were 18 years old, would you rather go to Stanford, Miami, or Michigan? Ooh, when Stanford. I was 18 or now, you're now my... Of course, Mr. Ivy League over there. <laughs> okay. Stanford. So but. my, back when I coached a long, long time ago, so this was after I was 18, but my quarterback, when he was going into his senior season, he had actually committed to Stanford and he went out to Stanford and he was like, and I wasn't coaching at the time, but I coached two years prior and I talked to him. He's like, coach, the campus is unbelievable. You'll I mean, you'd love this place. And that always stuck in my head. Probably at 18, I probably would have picked Michigan. You know what else? Because I grew nice? up in Wisconsin before I got here. I would have probably wanted to go back, experience the snow a little bit. At that point, back in the late '80s, early '90s, Michigan was the Michigan was the you know what. Oh yeah, Michigan would that would have been a cool place. For but me. you know what else is nice? Coral Gables. Okay, you go there on a visit, <laughs> and it's very international. Especially in the Dennis Erickson years, and, when I would have been there, man. Lots, acting the fool down at Coral Gables. Lots of young women from South America. I mean, it's hard <laughs> to say no to Coral Gables. Go to a University of Miami baseball game. It's ridiculous. Oh, I don't don't even. Oh, thank God my wife's in LA. I would say, look, I I actually got into Miami, but I didn't go there when I was a kid. Obviously, I went to Boston University. But I, I love Miami. It would be hard for me to say no to the Canes. All right. Final uh, final question. And you can't say weather, so I don't want to hear you okay. guys say weather. All right. What do you miss the most about the Greenbrier and training camp at West Virginia? So it's cheating to say my three-and-a-half-mile run in the morning when the weather was 68. <laughs> no weather. It's a no factor, weather. though. I'm telling you, the scenics are unbelievable. And I realized this when I drove to L.A. a couple weeks ago, Landry. Just sitting out there at practice and seeing mountains – Something so different mm-hmm. to me was just that yeah. Was you were there. I mean, yeah. it was gorgeous, and just having that different view. Like I'm watching football, eight rows up in the stands, yeah. The and view. I just see these gorgeous. I mean, everything about the Green Bar is fantastic. <laughs> oh, by the way, a Tuesday night gambling, little little blackjack. Now that casino took my money and a lot of it. Uh, the camaraderie was great among our group. All right, going to the pizza joint in Lewisburg. Oh, was Hill great. and Holler was awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's so many nice little no- uh, nooks and crannies where you can eat. Uh, my bike. I miss my bike, Landry, oh, because yes. I rented a house in downtown White Sulphur <laughs> Do you Springs. wear a biker's outfit? I can no, see no, you no, as no, a biker's no, outfit no, no, guy. I, mean, I can see him he as a biker's outfit guy. He's I'm got shorts guy. and a polo on. That's what he would roll up in. Yeah, but you could. Like this. He would make like a you know two-mile ride or whatever. From my house downtown. Now, look, it's not as nice as it sounds. White Sulphur Springs sounds really <laughs> nice. You saw it. Uh, but yeah, I had this 100-year-old house. The basement was locked. You know someone was being held captive down there. There's no question about it in my mind. Or, or not living it anymore down the there. puts the lotion in the mean? basket. This was that kind of house. But I loved it. I rode my bike to practice every day, and we did the afternoon show at Slammin' Sammy's. Yeah. 
uh, in the afternoon at the Greenbrier. So Overlooking I, the old white I golf miss all course. That stuff. Oh, what do you have coming up on yes, in the yeah. loop today? Uh, we got a lot. Obviously, day two of uh, training camp. Uh, is it is uh, strange for us as it was yesterday? We'll also hear from a player off the field. Uh, J Lo has some. Uh, very interesting news, and we'll just have some fun Ooh. live from training camp. Man. I like that. Interesting news coming up on Landry and Lopez. All right, thank you very much, Landry, and thanks, everyone, for listening today. Thanks for the engineering of Matt. Thanks for the studio work of Ben. And we'll be back at it tonight, 6 o'clock on Texans All Access. Have a great day, and go Texans. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. Rooting for the family team has become quite the tradition at Amogee Bank. It's something we grew up doing, and it's something that defines who we are. We're also big fans of rooting for family businesses, because in all of our years of banking, we found that when we treat every business like family, they tend to prosper. So if you're a family business and you need a bank, come see us today. Amogee Bank. Here you grow. Amogee Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation and a member FDIC, official business bank of the Houston Texans. At Red Diamond, we know that beating the heat on a hot summer's day isn't always easy. You can try taking a dip at the local pool. Or you can camp out in front of the fan. Does it go any higher? But there's simply nothing more refreshing than the taste of ice-cold, fresh-brewed Red Diamond tea. Red Diamond. Perfect's not easy. The Houston Texans and Schlumberger are proud to present the Houston Texans Stats Challenge, a program that makes learning math fun for sixth graders using the game of football. Over the past six years, more than 800 teachers and 230,000 students across Texas have been impacted by the Stats Challenge. Help your local sixth grade class be the next to join them. Visit HoustonTexans.com for more details and go Texans! The unforgettable college football Saturday you've been craving is happening right here in Houston. Tickets and suites are on sale now to experience the 2021 Texas kickoff as the Houston Cougars take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders at NRG Stadium Saturday, September 4th. Start off the college football season right to reserve your seats and get details on the latest event news, ticket discounts, and more. Go to TexasKickoff.com. Welcome to your hometown Whataburger. Customization is what we've always done. You want mustard and mayo? You want ketchup? We'll make it how you like it. When you customize your own burger, you can put your personality in it. This is my Whataburger. With Manny's ketchup, all the vegetables, no cheese. We customize orders 24 hours a day. Everybody wants it just like they like it. When you can make it your own, that always enhances that experience for you. However you want it, I got you. (laughs) Here at Whataburger, we make it just like you like it whenever you like it. What do 50% of Fortune 500 companies in Houston have in common? They're all members of Houston's most exclusive professional network, Texans Lux. Whether your company has 10,000 worldwide employees or 50 based in Houston, businesses large and small appreciate the opportunities Lux provides them to network with other professionals. And best of all, Lux membership includes a suite for each Houston Texans home game. Find out how you can use a Lux membership to grow your business. Visit HoustonTexansLux.com. Houston Texans fans, score big at Conzone Plus with the best seat in the house. Your house, that is. We're talking the ultimate selection of big screen TVs, crowd-pleasing couches, and game-winning recliners. Upgrade your fan cave and watch the pros like a pro. 
Plus, with our personalized approach to financing, you can get options nobody else has, so you can get low payments over time, whether you have good credit or you're building it. Ready to score with an official sponsor of the Texans? Make it happen at Cons Home Plus. In America, the future belongs to everyone, so we built the trucks of the future for everyone. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks for 44 years straight. Built for performance and capability on and off-road. Because the trucks of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Ford F-Series, drive one today. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. To a child, time spent outside is never a waste. Play is a job and a serious one at that. And each day is a new opportunity for adventure. At Texas Children's Hospital, we're all about happy, healthy kids. And as the official Children's Hospital of the Houston Texans and local sponsor of Play 60, we join our hometown team in hoping that in your house, play never goes out of style. Transocean loves Houston and Houston loves football. From Friday night lights to Texans game day, everybody rallies around football. But behind the scenes of every game is another great Houston institution, oil. It takes a company like Transocean to unlock this valuable resource from the deepest depths and farthest reaches around the globe. As the leading offshore driller, they've tackled every challenge head on and have the stats to back it up. Transocean is service focused, data driven, and performance oriented. Check them out at deepwater.com. Hey, Texans fans, you are lucky dogs because the Texans have teamed up with Home Smokehouse to make the best-tasting small-batch pecan-smoked hot dog only available at NRG Stadium. That's right, Home Smokehouse, voted number one in taste, has been smoking in Texas since 1970. And believe me, you've never really tasted a hot dog till you bite into a Home Smokehouse pecan-smoked hot dog. There's no taste like Home's. Proud sponsor of the Houston Texans. Wildcat Golf Club is Houston's premier 36-hole golf facility, featuring the Lakes Course and the Highlands Course, located just minutes south of NRG Stadium. We're now offering a new and improved player development program, including unlimited range balls for less than $70 a month and 50% green fees after 4 p.m. Players sit off the mats Monday through Wednesday and off the grass Thursday through Sunday. Sign up for this program today at the Wildcat Pro Shop and mention Texans Radio, and we'll add an additional two free golf passes. KILT. KILT FM. HD2 Houston. We're broadcasting live during Texans practices. Bringing you inside the walls. Bringing you inside the walls. Bringing you.